When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, as everyone knows by now, football is back and the Vikings are 0-2. If you're looking for something to get you away from watching this horrible Vikings team, then I want to tell you the easiest way to get some action on the NFL as a whole. It's underdog fantasy in their pick'em game. All you have to do is pick higher or lower on your favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. All you have to do is pick between two and five players, fill out your entry, get every pick right, and take home some cash. Use the code 10K and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Once again, that's code 10K on the Underdog app or go to www.underdogfantasy.com. On this episode of It's a Bit, we're joined by good friend, former Minnesota Wild player, current member of the Arizona Coyotes, Jason Zucker, good friend of the brand, partner with him on the golf tournament. Just getting his uh, thoughts and perspective before training camp and uh, joking around. So it's a good interview with Jason. There's also a variety of Minnesota sports topics we got to cover. The Vikings losing to the Eagles on Thursday night. Buttergate, Dalton Reisner. Uh, Gophers losing to UNC. Twins are on the playoff push. The Wild start training camp. A little bit of golf stuff. We're also going to go into our bits of the week as always, including my adventure with the One Chip Challenge on the golf course. Terrible idea, as you could probably suspect. And we're going to end the show by drafting our three favorite, actually our five, we changed it to five, right? Yeah. Five favorite fantasy football teams. So all of that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bit podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. My name is Boss Man, joined by producer Cam and Wags. No journalist Jake. He'll be joining us for the Zucker interview coming up, but uh, it's just us fellas. Let's, uh, I know we got a lot to get into, um, so I guess we'll just start with Thursday. The Vikings lost to the Eagles on primetime again. Somehow we get that game twice in a row, two years in a row, in Philly, on primetime. Week two as well. Week two. At least this time it was a Thursday. I don't know why Monday night football is more scary than Thursday night football, especially with the primetime Kirk stuff. But uh, what did you guys think of the game? <laughs> I, I I don't even know. But the turnovers are killing us. I think we're going to start with the turnovers. I think we had seven turnovers in the first seven quarters of our season. If you want to win football games, that can't happen. And as a Vikings fan, it just feels like it's Groundhog's Day. Every single year, it's the same with the turnovers and the fumbling and the issues. And Four, it, four fumbles. It, yeah, four fumbles. In this game. Yeah, three, three, I think, the game before. And it's just, I, I can't do this shit anymore. I'm exhausted. I mean, it's if it's not one thing, it's the fucking other. Yeah, like, yeah. Our offense is good now. Dude, it, how fun was it to watch Kirk sling the ball? It was yeah. it was a blast. Kirk was fantastic on Thursday, and if you think otherwise, then you should probably see a psychiatrist. But, well, we can't run the ball, so that's still a problem. Yeah. Uh, Madison, I, he's, he's going to be okay, I think. It's just 
our offensive line is Swiss cheese plus the Eagles front seven is great. Um, but our deep, our run defense. Yeah. Ugh. That was like, I've never seen anything that bad in a while. I heard KOC talking about it after the game when he says other teams are going to be able to do that to the Vikings because um, the only reason they were able to do that to the Vikings is because they also had a quarterback who was a threat running the ball. Ah, which is an interesting. Oh, an that's interesting one. That's excuse. one. That's one spin on it. Well, he was like, he was like, most teams don't have a dynamic quarterback like Jalen Hurts who are going to be able to do the things on the ground that Jalen can do, which makes sense to a certain extent. But he's just pretty much saying, hey, if you have Ryan Tannehill handing it off to Derrick Henry, I don't think they're going to be doing. That I can to us. think of seven other quarterbacks who can do that. So what you're know, telling right? me is that when we play the Chiefs in a couple weeks, they're going to have 400 yards rushing. <laughs> yeah, that 500. That's almost like what Ed Donatel did before the playoff game last year. He basically just said like, we have no answer for it, so we're just gonna we're just gonna send it well, I remember, yeah ed, ed i remember him just saying you know yards aren't points like we'll give it all we'll give up all the yards in the world he just lets them drive down the field that leads to points it does ed. lead to points god now we're just field way goal at the worst uh but, but cam was right we ran the ball nine times total on thursday it's bad yeah but the the encouraging thing is with the defense is that our brian flores actually has like a brain and unlike spread donatel to where i can't actually, cover like, the spread donatel yeah like i'm actually still like holding on faith that we'll be okay plus in the first half like our defense was great mm-hmm. yeah it was awesome until yeah the eagles found that little glitch that madden glitch and they started exploiting it but this the 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 passing offense is kind of what i really like about the vikings it was so fun to watch justin jefferson jordan addison tj hawkinson it was fun to watch everyone except for i want to say yes you knew exactly where i was going for that i don't know what his drop issue is i the first game he got a ball ripped out of his hands for interception I was really looking forward to this year. I really thought he'd uh, keep improving from what he did last year. He almost had a thousand yards receiving last year, and I just the first two weeks I don't like what I see from him. Yeah. Um, going back to all the the drops, the fumbles, the uh, the KJ Osborne drops. I've started the conversation around Buttergate, uh, as you saw on the viral TikTok from uh, what is the, what is that account again, Cam? The final report. The final report. They have a YouTube page, a TikTok page, Instagram, and they basically interview fans right after games on prime time to get their reactions. At least they did it with us at Tom's Watch Bar in Minneapolis. And we basically gave the reasoning that Philly is buttering the balls up, which makes no sense in hindsight, considering that teams provide their own balls. I forgot with Deflategate, it was an advantage to deflate their own balls, whereas I claim that we're putting butter on it. It, it's not a he said, she said thing. The balls are slippery and we need to clean that up. It's it, Someone actually sent me a screenshot of one of the footballs during the, the hold and there was a glisten on it. There was like a, uh, like a glare on it from how buttery it was. I swear to God, someone will say this. Someone on the inside of the Vikings who manages the balls, the ball manager is an inside horse for Philly and he was spraying cooking spray all over that ball before the game because there's no way in one half that we fumble the ball four times from four different positions. JJ's fumble especially was pretty rare considering that guy rarely makes mistakes like that. And if it's you what six inches closer to his body when he when he throws that out, that's a touchdown. Yeah. So uh Lando Lakes is on the hot seat. Oh. Why? They're the they're probably the butter. They might be. They might be the. Are they? Well, they're the official butter of the team. They have the big banner at uh, U.S. Bank. That's what I'm saying. They're on the hot seat. They're going to lose their sponsorship here. Pretty yeah. Soon. Well, the inside guy has access to all this butter via team sponsorship, and the Eagles are telling them to lather up those balls, and they're doing it. I mean, like, look at the picture on Twitter. There's a glisten on the ball. But yeah, let's be honest. The 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 fumbles are a problem. The run defense is shit. Kirk plays amazing. Colin Coward still says he sucks in prime time. 
Nothing has changed. Well, and then on top of that, after he after he says Kirk sucks, Collins like then you know what the Jets need to do? The Jets need to trade for Kirk Cousins. That's going to help their Super Bowl chances. Like, oh, if Kirk sucks, why would a team trade for him to win the Super Bowl? He's yeah. such a hypocrite. That pisses me off so much. And on top of that, uh, the four fumbles too. By the way, I, I want to say if just one of them doesn't happen, the Vikings win that game. Right. Yeah. Which makes it so much more frustrating to be a fan. Like, like just four four fumbles, and if you just kept one one of those, you're fine. Like at the same time, like it. At least it wasn't like last year and we got beat by like 30 points. Yeah. Well, and something I something I realized this year that you said that Brian Flores gives us hope. He switched the he's I'm not good at, at the X's and O's, but he switched the defense to like a 5-4 instead of a 4-5 or something like that, right? He switched the scheme. Cam? 3-4 four to 4-3. 3-4 four, three, three, to 4-3. Those he, are the numbers. He, yeah. he claims that he's going to play whatever front. Okay. You know, whatever opponent's in front of him, that's a front he's going to play. But still, I remember everyone who knows more about the X's and O's of football last year telling me that there was a ton of players who should have been in the scheme we're in this year that were not, were not, uh, what am I trying to say? Like scheme friendly last yeah, year. Yeah, it was, they were not great in that scheme. And this year, you see guys like Daniil Hunter, he's leading the league in sacks right now. He's a monster. He has four sacks in two games. Yeah. So this just proves why we needed the right guy, a defensive coordinator, to unlock these players' ability. Yeah, I mean, he uh, he turned undrafted free agent uh, Ivan Pace Jr. into, I think he's the top rated um, PFF defender right now. And through the first two weeks, undrafted rookie, yeah. killing it right now, all because of Brian Flores and everything that he can do with that defense. It's actually. We're 0-2 right now, and everyone's talking about the world's over. The best team in the NFC North is 1-1. You're, we're one game oh, we're out fine. of first place. I, there's no need to freak out that much. Even if we lose this next game, we still have a pretty decent shot of making the playoffs with this division we're currently in. Yeah, life's fine. It, everyone yeah. can calm down. And it's not like we're getting destroyed. Like We're, we're going to be okay. We're losing because of self-forced errors, right? Yeah, we're, we're beating ourselves. So it's, it's not like we're getting outplayed by other teams because we're really not. So speaking of uh, KJ and JJ, I don't know if you guys saw this picture on Twitter, but um, there's this this female here I saw that. who's who's holding a a uh, a jewel, which I don't know where I thought jewels were like banned or something. Not called. Girls are still ripping them somehow. Yeah. Uh, the Snapchat story says KJ Jefferson, our QB one, just snapped me after we quote unquote get this win. I'm trying to suck them titties. Uh, ma'am, KJ Jefferson is not our QB one. You've gotten got. Uh... What? I'm not trying to, like, burst your bubble, but K.J. Jefferson is a starting quarterback for Arkansas. Oh. <laughs> I'm really not trying to ruin the bit, but oh. I, I just know that that's a fact. Oh, it's, it's a, you thought you thought that this girl was, like, getting catfished by some guy pretending to be the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. I thought she was severely butchering a Vikings player's name, whether it was K.J. Osborne, Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. I thought she was getting freaky with one of those. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no, no, that picture is pretty much because, yeah, I, Arkansas's quarterback pretty much told her, hey, we're going to win tonight, and after that, I'm going over to your house to suck your titties. Was okay, like, see, I, was I, I, I thought we were going to come back from the city of brotherly love and get some titties sucked, so. It is funny, though, because Arkansas did lose to BYU, so instead of getting his titties sucked, they are just soaking. They now. got beat by Mormons. They yeah. got, uh, uh, what do they do? What do the Mormons do sexually? Yeah, they got, did he at least get soaked? Probably, and then you mo- <laughs> move the bed back and forth, so that right, was fine. Right. He at least gets soaked? I was really <laughs> hoping that this was a girl claiming she was going to get her titties sucked by a Viking player. Yeah, KJ Jefferson. <laughs> I can see where you thought it, yeah. yeah. And then I, okay, okay, that... I've been I've been educated. We'll go there. We'll go there. Um, more positive news. Uh, they did cover the spread six and a half. A little backdoor cover, by the way, with that final touchdown. So those of you who bet on it, at least we got that coming out of it. And uh, I think we have a, an O lineman now, thanks to uh, thanks to such a shit performance by our current O line. 
and another week where Kirk gets hit every single play. He's getting up all the time, probably making all those noises he made in the in the quarterback documentary. <laughs> and now we have Dalton. Is it Dalton Risner or Reisner? Reisner. Reisner? Yep. Yeah. Okay, I've been battling with that all week. But Dalton Reisner now, who is a free agent who played with the Broncos previously, is now in the Vikings. He took a trip to Minnesota like a month ago. He, he tweeted out the picture of his of like an entire flight directory, which was hilarious that people knew he was coming to Minnesota just because there was four flights out of like 200 on that board going to MSP. Yeah. One of the most popular international airports in the country, but he's a Viking now. So that should help, right? Yeah. I'm just like, I'm super pumped for Reisner, but my thing is, is like, where is like, who's out Ingram? Hopefully. I hope so. Like Derisaw should be back. So then if, if you have Derrissaw, Cleveland, Bradbury, or Schlotman, whichever one plays, which it is what it is, and then Reisner and O'Neal, like, pretty good line. That's yeah. not bad, at, at least. At, at, at Ingram least. needs to go. So as long yeah. as you get him out of there, I think things will be okay. I think Kirk was the most hit quarterback in the league last year, and I think he's on pace to double it after the first two games this year. So this was, if you didn't want Kirk Cousins to get murdered this year, you needed that sign-in. Well, and yeah. and uh, as you saw on our socials, Jake and I went to the Dick Sporting Goods at the Ridgedale Mall and actually met Kirk on Sunday. We were in the midst of a, a ton of children, and Jake was dressed fully in his Kirk Cousins <laughs> outfit, cleats and everything. But uh, I was, like, afraid to put my arm around him for the photo because I was afraid that he was so bruised up. Like, the way he gets spear-tackled on that fumble he had, how hard he got hit and when he dropped the ball because it was covered in butter, the fact that he <laughs> that that he got hit that hard, like this poor guy still shows up a few days later to sign autographs for kid for kids and one drunken adult wearing a helmet. And uh yeah, dude, he's he's an absolute warrior. I still don't get how people don't respect him. The fact that he takes all those hits and and isn't you know, there are some quarterbacks out there, Cam, your 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 elbows on that that cord. We learned there that during the go. radio show. That that's that's a dead zone right there. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Fu- things fucked. We learned we learned something new. Is it gone? Yeah, yeah it's, it's gone. just if you put your forearm on it, it starts to. Wait, can you hear it? No, I can't. No, no, it's no. gone. Anyways, Kirk's a warrior. Kirk's <laughs> an absolute fucking warrior. It was awesome that him and Jake met. We went up to him, and we were like, he he was uh, he he just saw Jake and he goes, "You did it! You finally <laughs> did it!" But I've never heard him laugh the way that he would just like. As Jake and I would hand the phone back and forth to take pictures, he was giggling in a way I've never heard. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a little giggle, and it was so goofy. And he's just la- he just keeps looking at Jake, and he's just laughing his ass off. Jake was so nervous when he was taking the photo of me and him that he was shaking, was shaking, and he even said, "Oh my god, I'm shaking." And it's like, Jake, Jake, calm down, dude. <laughs> you, you, did, you've talked to this guy before, face to face, like did, just over Zoom. Did Jake come? Um, his pants were white, so I would assume he did. Kirk also mentioned he goes, "Oh, you got some Adidas pants. Those are those are nice." Like he was, he was, <laughs> he was, comp- he was complimenting the the pants that we bought Jake as a joke on Amazon. Oh, that's such a Kirk move to compliment the pants. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. I'm I'm so glad that Kirk is such a nice guy, and uh, that's hilarious that the first thing he says to Jake is, "You did it." When they finally yep. met, we well, did and it, that, Joe. I, of course I. Yeah, exactly. Of course I didn't. I'm gonna come. Of course I didn't get. I cut Don't off come. the video when he. When Jake said, hey, Jake from 10,000 Takes, and he goes, I remember you, I remember you, and then he goes, God bless. And he, as he said, God, it, like, cut off. But he, <laughs> he clearly binges the content, which is just fantastic to hear. So long story short, we need to protect this guy. Yes. So if there are people out there who are like, oh, is Dal- Dalton Risers the best we can get? It's like, it's someone. Yeah. I'm pretty sure now you can fact check me on this. I don't know if it's 
100% like true, but I saw it on Twitter. Dalton Reisner was the number one graded PFF offensive lineman last year. Yeah, in so, the league, and he which, got he got hurt, right? Is that why he got dumped? Yeah, or like, well, first of all, PFF sucks. Yeah, but, correct. But I I think he just they just didn't resign him. I don't know for sure, but like, what the fuck? It was weird. I can't believe he was still there. The, Bron- the Broncos, he's only twenty eight years old too. For some yeah. reason, I thought he was going to be like because of no one resigned him. Right? I just thought he was thirty five year old, maybe washed up. I'm so yeah. surprised that he's only twenty eight. And the way he was talking in the teams like. Um, you know, they released a promo video of him resigning. The way he was talking, he made it sound like he was going to be in Minnesota for years. Maybe yeah. it's just a dumb promo video, but that's what it sounded like he when he was be. talking. Yeah, I think so, too. And, like, the way I look at it, too, like, Seattle just needed offensive line help. They signed Jason Peters. He's 41. I yeah. saw that. He has an AARP card. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's eyeing down retirement pretty soon. Good God. Uh, yeah, like, three years ago. Also... Sure. I asked myself why the Broncos wouldn't re-sign one of the top-graded linemen of the year or whatever, but then I forgot that the Broncos like to lose. so They specialize in it. Yeah, they're pretty good at that, regardless of who's coaching. So it kind of makes sense, but it's exciting. The one thing that I wanted to ask you guys about is there was a lot of discussions from some people we know on Twitter about uh, the fact that Vikings Twitter was the reason he got signed. The jury's out on that for me. I don't know if I'm if I'm 100% in on that, our, our source... Well, I, everyone knows Skull Bros on Twitter. We yeah. know him personally. He's not wrong about shit very often. So I don't want to doubt him, but it's also very hard for me to believe that a, a general manager is using... I've seen what some of these people tweet, that a general manager would be taking their advice. That's almost worse than Chuck Fletcher using the trade grade apps to help make decisions. If, if, a, if a GM needs to lean on Twitter to help make decisions... Then the future of the of the of the ship is in trouble. A hundred percent. Twitter should never be any. <laughs> if you're a general manager, you should not be on Twitter. Stay away from Twitter. The only thing that Twitter is going to do for you is get more death threats sent directly to your yeah. inbox. That's it. Like, don't listen to fans. We don't know what we're talking about. We're emotional. We're crazy because we've been watching the team for however many years we've been alive. Right. The GMs are supposed to be the rational, calm guys who don't get caught up in this BS. So I don't. I just don't see a way where. We convince Quasi via. Tweets, I know, so. I know. I maybe, maybe it, maybe it played into it. Maybe it was like whoever was pushing for this in that room said, "Well, the fans want it." Maybe that's maybe. about as close as they got. Someone yeah. who has a little bit better of a pulse on the fan base, who is in that room, who might not be the general manager himself. I just have a hard time believing that a general manager is on Twitter. There's no way. Yeah. There's absolutely no way if you're a general manager. Well, for your own sanity and safety that you're even typing in that address bar, yeah, twitter.com. I'm, Vikings Twitter is getting real cocky right now. I see, okay, now that we got Dalton Reisner to the team, it's time to get Kareem Hunt <laughs> yeah. to the team. And they're right all bumped up. It's well, he's hilarious. going back to the Browns because... Yeah. Uh, that horrible injury to Nick yeah, I Chubb. I don't think Nick Chubb has a leg anymore. Oh, my God. I still, I'm just thinking uh, about that injury, and I started fucking getting yeah, an ache. That was... Oh, man, that's disgusting. I hate it. it was, I love Nick Chubb. I Dude, it, it, his leg bent backwards. It was not a fun That sight. was the same leg that... Uh, uh, in 2011 or 2012 or 2014, one of those years, he tore like his ACLs, MCLs, CLC. Like there was all these acronyms I'd never heard of that he did damage to on that same knee. So yeah, tough. You heard it here first though. Cam Akers is going to be traded to the Cleveland Browns because of Browns Twitter. No, I just, oh. <laughs> the Rams pretty much said they're trading Akers because of producer Cam underscore 10 K. Yeah. Said it first. Correct. Why do they? Sheff- Schefter who? Yeah. Why why do they want to trade um Cam Akers? Uh we'll get to it in my bit. Oh. Because they're gonna put uh they're gonna put Stetson Bennett at running back. 
Stetson Bennett is at an AA meeting right now. He's, oh gosh. Oh, he got a. Did he get a DUI? No, yeah, but I, I think he's got some issues. They they said that he has issues that are bigger than football. Allegedly. Right okay, Allegedly. I know. And I, at one point, he did get a, some like. Drunk disorderly conduct at, at the end of his Georgia career. Who, so. who among us haven't picked up a drunk disorderly conduct? Well, we had a okay. we had a friend in college who should have gotten a DUI, but instead he got what was it? Uh, uh, reckless driving while under the influence of alcohol, which is what's, what's which is le- less of a ticket. Yeah, How the fuck like, is that not just yeah. a DWI? I don't know. It's it's somehow better. But uh, going back to Stetson <laughs> Bennett, <laughs> his his issue his issues that are much bigger than football. I'm going to take a crack at it. It's the fact that he is a what 26 year old man and he has a flip phone, and he's a rookie yeah. in the NFL as a 26 year old. Yeah. He he <laughs> needs problem. He needs help. That is a problem. You should go to church if you're using a flip phone at the age of 26. Well, if you're, what are, you, what are you doing? If it's like your grandpa and he's like 70 and he's like, I don't trust smartphones. It's like, cool. You've been around. You've never needed them. You don't need them now. You don't have a, time, a lot of time left. There's no reason you need to adapt. If you're 26 and you're a quarterback of uh, the national championship winning team two years in a row in the SEC, how do you not at least even have Tinder, uh, yeah. let alone a fucking smartphone? Because he doesn't need Dude. Tinder. The ladies literally just spread their legs at his doorstep. I guess. I'm Still, just, though, I'm just saying, if you're going to be the quarterback of a team that's going to win the national championship or go to the national championship, uh, you need to be social media savvy because you're never going to have that opportunity and that many eyes on you for the rest of your fucking life. And you need to take advantage of that. So it's weird that he yeah. he really didn't. And what he got drafted, what, the fifth, sixth round, maybe a little earlier than that. And then now he's away from the team. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a. Uh... It is uh, Ryan Leaf 2.0. Well, and speaking really, of speaking no. of speaking of social media, um, Every time the Vikings play the Eagles or the Eagles do anything in general, there's always some comedy that comes out of it. A few good videos we saw from Thursday's game was the Eagles fan who was just walking a Vikings helmet with a dog leash. Yeah. Rude, but funny. So funny. That's I great. Was, That's was genius. Dying. No, it, it was a good bit. Um, it's funny because Eagle fans, like uh, they forgot that they used to be like the Vikings for many years until they won with Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. They didn't win a Super Bowl for it's, for almost their, yeah. How ridiculous is it to say that out loud, that when they won that Super Bowl at our stadium with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz, two guys who, are they even on teams anymore? Neither of them? Nick Foles is not. He was like a third string at the Colts last year. And yeah. when we put him in, it was an Bad. absolute disaster. Looking. Carson Wentz is also Carson, out. He, he he's is practicing. Sure a free agent. He's practicing in three different teams' equipment, for fuck's sake. He's going to be in Manhattan probably in a couple weeks. We'll yeah. Nick, Nick or Foles New Jersey. is a free agent. Yeah. So, so they're both free agents. Yeah, and that was their first ever Eagle Super Bowl win. And then they go to the Super Bowl last year, right? And now their fan base just acts like they're a fucking dynasty. When they forget, they were, they're were they a few years removed from poverty. What? Can you do me a favor and just wave in front of your camera? Oh, we have some focus issues again. Look at this. Yes. Working on the fly. It's it is. It's bananas, though, that the, the Eagles didn't win a... <laughs> <laughs> doing, doing, like, jazz hands right now and trying just to get Just put this. your hand out like this, and, and, just like, and then it'll focus and then pull, on And then that. pull it back? Whoa. Oh, that didn't work. <laughs> no, no, it made it worse. <laughs> Come on, fine. whatever. All right, we'll move on. This is bad, bad yeah. radio. Um, but it is crazy to think that they won that Super Bowl with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz, and they haven't won a Super Bowl with like the Jalen Hurts there. If they don't win this year, that's an absolute shock. That they went two years in a row with this roster, this good of a roster 
without winning. What's funny is they don't even look that good right now. I know. And the Vi- again, Vikings had four turnovers. If they have one less, they win that game. I'm and telling you. And they barely you. beat the Patriots. Patriots yeah. are not good. Mac Jones and, went off against them. Yeah. And also, the tush push is the dumbest fucking thing in the world. What is that? I don't even know. It's when uh, the running back lines up directly behind the quarterback and uh, they start shoving his ass to the, get him the, over the line. The Eagles oh. don't do just the running back. They have the whole 53-man yeah, right. roster it's, behind Jalen Hurts. They have multiple guys this, behind him. This isn't fucking rugby. Like well, this should be bad. They're just asking to be part of the next butt fumble at that point. Yeah, but it works every time. It's unstoppable. Why every time why they don't have the Vikings a... adapt that. Why doesn't KOC working on pushing people's asses? Probably is. We need to stick KOC, the big cock, into An all ass? those ass. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Bonk. What are we doing? Bonk. Sorry, I'm horny. Uh, <laughs> the other one. The, the the other one that happened was. Uh, there was a Vikings fan and an Eagles fan collectively teaming up to beat the shit out of another Eagles fan, which was something I never thought I'd see. Yeah. I think uh, we tweeted out the video, and I think like you had a caption like, uh, things you'll never see Vikings and Eagle fans work. So something along those lines, and I just see some fucking D-bag just comment right under the post, like, typical 10K, leave it to you guys to encourage violence to the masses. Yep. And yep. I just wanted to respond, where in here are we promoting violence? We're not telling people to go out and fucking beat people up in stadiums. We're not saying this is a good thing. We're just saying, we're just pointing out the funny thing that an Eagles fan and a Vikings fan are teaming up to fight another Eagles fan. Probably oh, actually, those, it's probably those same nerds who think fighting shouldn't be in hockey. Yeah, I want to ban it because of the children. Children I'll love actually, fights. I'll actually take it one step further. The fights in the primetime games this year have to stop. They do. Every primetime game, there's been a fight, and literally... Last Sunday night, I don't know if you guys saw this, a Patriots fan died. Yeah, R.I.P., yeah. a dad. He got beat his to father, death. His father, with his son right next to him. Yeah, he got punched, and then crazy. the punch didn't like, kill him. It was uh, the hard, his head hitting the pavement yeah. after getting yeah. knocked out. Yeah, No, that's, then, that's not a great place to be punched, considering and then the, that, yeah. Yeah, the Steelers-Browns game last night, this dude just fucking punched a woman. Yeah. Oh, and so I saw that clip resurface. She hit him first. That's an older clip, though. Oh, it is? That was from, like, two years ago. I don't know Still. why it just resurfaced. Do you guys remember, like, even spring training baseball games this year, people were getting Jeez. knocked the fuck out? I'm not sure. It's just beer and sports fans. There's something, the combo, I mean, we see it in Europe all the time with soccer, right? The combo of that is just not good. It's fine. Like, having I mean, argument, it can be fine. But don't kill somebody. Yeah. 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 Good God. Yeah, that... There's Just violence doesn't need away. to be. We're going to a fucking football game to watch football, to drink beers, and to have fun. There's no reason anyone needs to get punched in the face. No, no. The worst, the worst. I think it should get to is like a screaming match, which is yeah. usually what leads to like what you did at the at the golfer yeah, game. Yeah, when you told the, him to yeah. fuck off. Like that's, that's me and that, me and that guy weren't throwing haymakers. No, and afterward you guys apologized, and he took his loss like a man. So. Yes, there's no reason it should ever get past that point. Yeah, this this focus is fucking Cam. Just do you, do you want to turn the dial on the on the camera? Yeah, I think that's what it is. I don't know if autofocus is on it. It's pissing me off. Let's uh, speaking of the Gophers, let's move on. Pissing me off. They lost thirty-one thirteen to UNC, who should not be allowed to be good at football, considering how good they've been at basketball. In the yeah, past. they're a basketball school, and now they're kicking our ass in football too. It's uh, it's atrocity. Yeah, it's, it's it's not a good look. This was um, for me, it was just a horrible game to watch. It not not yeah. no fun at all. Yeah. I think I only ended up watching half of it because I just keep turning the TV for a little bit and turning it back just because it was depressing. I mean, what are you guys' takeaway from that game? Uh, it was hell. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of cool to see us play North Carolina for some reason. Like, it was just a... Did it feel it, like a big-ish deal? Yeah. And yeah. it was a really good jersey matchup game. It was. Good colors. It's like about it. 
<laughs> that was uh, <laughs> the jerseys were cool. That's our, the only thing our helmets, our helmets kicked ass. Yeah, they always do. Yeah. Did, oh. did you see? Did you see fucking uh, reporters like bitching at PJ about you're, you're going away from the traditional look? Like people don't like this, and he's like, people love this. What are this you? This is the future. About? Yeah. Also, oh my god. We also, need to change things up every now and then. Agreed. Jack Henderson. Him. <laughs> like the, Henderson. Do you guys know who Henderson? That is? Number twenty on the Gopher defense. He's a safety. That dude. Fucking murdered people the whole game. True. Um, their quarterback for UNC was unreal. That uh, was it, Drake or sorry, May? Drake Dry. Yeah, Drake, yeah. Until Jack Henderson put him in a grave. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he did do that. He plays hard. I remember that hit you're talking about. But he was like Harrison Smith out there. It was yeah, crazy. that was like the only good player that played. Dude. And Corey Crooms looked all right. It'd be nice Otherwise, to. It'd be nice to see Harrison Smith play like that this year. I haven't really seen him that much, really. Other than yeah. when he absolutely laid out that guy. On, yeah, on the interception <laughs> or blocking, on, on the, or it was a block. Yeah, yeah, yeah some on a on a. Was it Theo, the safety named Theo? He uh, picked someone off, and then Theo uh, Jackson. Yeah, Theo Jackson, and uh, Harrison Smith just destroyed a motherfucker. We had a, we posted that video. We had a lot of Eagles, a lot of Eagles fans. fans. Go birds, go birds! <laughs> like, why don't you go punch someone at a tailgate? Hey, they, they'd love. Don't to. kill them. Don't. We don't them. promote violence here. They're like dogs. Mm. Yeah, all dogs so, do is bark. All Eagles fans say, go birds. Dude, yeah, I, uh, shut up. I saw like a Vikings fan. They just they filmed their like walk into the stadium, and they were just getting screamed oh. at by people right the whole entire time. I was just watching that video, I was like laughing to myself. Like I guarantee you, all these people just screaming obscenities at this Viking fan. They go home at night. They put, they rest their head in the pillow. They're like, I'm a good person. Yeah. Like I'm just like looking at this. Like these are fucking crazy motherfuckers. Who this is just football. Let's relax. Said he's a dump. <laughs> brotherly love a city yeah. of champions it is it is My funny ass. that the most aggressive people come from the city of brotherly love i think that name is just starting to be well, a, just a massive ironic that's actually a great fit now that i think about it call yourselves the city of brotherly love but just beat the shit out of everyone yeah like we'll just call minneapolis the city of safety and no crime like that's <laughs> that's just basically what they're doing in philly is they don't love anybody there they only love I don't even think they love each other either. There's no way. The only thing I, the, the only three things I like about the city of Philadelphia is it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Correct. Bryce Harper and cheesesteaks. All oh, the cheesesteaks kick those ass. Thank you, Philly, for that. Otherwise, light it on fire. <laughs> First Creed movie was pretty good. They did a lot of stuff uh, in Rocky, Philadelphia. Rocky, <laughs> yeah. I could go without those. The, Rocky. In the past. I already saw them. We don't need them again. Light it Rocky on fire. Rocky Four. Is that the is that, Damn, that's, is that the Russian one? Yeah, yeah. You're put, on you're on American if you wanna if you wanna close out Rocky Four. We, that we need to just put a bunch of horse shit in the whole uh, city and just see. But let it we, go. we talked about this though, and I, and I did admit on the show. And I think we all did. If the Vikings were to win a Super Bowl, and you had what's the craziest thing you'd do? I mean, I guess I would eat horse shit for the Vikings to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I would. I I, would. I I personally wanted to see the the Eagles win the Super Bowl last year to see what crazy shit they would do to top the last time they won it so no it is it's pure entertainment cam it's hilarious it was so much fun to lay in bed and just scroll and see something new pop up it was like a slot machine every time i pulled that handle (laughs) oh a guy naked on top of a van that's on fire pull it again oh this dude's eating horse shit pull it again it's a grandma (laughs) chugging vodka like that city is fucking it was it's hilarious it was funny because they were destructing their own city which is that's what i'm saying Burn it down. The yeah. Crisco light poles is fun. Dude, the last time uh, Minnesota had anything like that was when the Gophers went back to back and there was a mini, like there's a mini riot out in Minneapolis, but there's, this city is not anything to riot about in years. That's not, that's not politically really related or related yeah, to or the police. Yeah, like, correct. Correct. Not yeah. non-sports riots is what I meant. I know we need a good sports riot. That's um, why we don't, that's why we don't win. We've used up all of our riot cards on po- <laughs> yeah. politics. Yeah, that's a good point. We're like uh, social justice. Shit. I think most people are terrified of Minnesota even making a run for the reason of riots. I mean, we went yeah. to the uh, we went to the 
what it was game six against the Knights and the Wild back, yeah. 2020. And we were outside of we were outside a truck park, and when we won in overtime to bring it to seven games, the streets were like mayhem. Yeah, the uh, horns were blasting nonstop. People were screaming at each other in the music. streets. People were drinking in the streets, the, and that uh, was to force a game seven in round one. Yeah, I'm convinced that the National Riot Association—I don't know if that's real—has uh, a say over yeah, all right. of uh, sporting events, and they won't give us a championship because we're already in the Riot Hall of Fame. Yeah, we—that's I think we need to be inducted in that because that's what it is. Be- this- between sports and just random reasons other re- I mean, some reasons that make sense some that are just like the gophers losing in the frozen four yeah. back in 2012 or something and they destroyed dinky town that's one of the ones that just yeah that's a waste of a riot card yeah. agreed what's a riot card it's like timeouts you get three of them we just made it up <laughs> you also can shit your pants twice a year that's another rule i've already <laughs> used up both of mine this year that's public information i put it on twitter um all right moving along do you guys want to talk about the gophers at all or are we on to Northwestern? I guess my only uh, thing is, and I wish Jake was here because he's our gopher expert. Besides Cam, we got Cam, so I guess I'll throw it to Cam then. Is Kaliak Manis, is he, is he the guy? What, what are your thoughts on that? It was uh, it was not yeah, fun to I watch mean, him last game. I don't know. Uh, AI over 8.5 yards rushing, that hit. You drew it. That hit like right away. <laughs> yes, he's got to be the guy because Cole Kramer's not. But I, it's, it's hard to tell because I don't know if they're using him the right way. I really don't think they are. He's also like... You could just tell he's playing nervous. Yeah, yeah. Like he's not let. He's not being himself. He's, he's the he's, starter now. That's why. Yeah, but he's played in high pressure games on the road versus Wisconsin, able to pull out a W. Right? It's, yeah. It's I think weird. I think he'll be okay. Okay. Uh, Let's hope so. They play Northwestern, aka the uh, Stillwater Middle School football team. Yeah, this is a pick me up. Uh, Northwestern is fucking horrendous. So we should win by nine million, and he should have like better mojo going into homecoming because we the, cannot have a homecoming loss again what's the spread on that game? i'm gonna go look at it but whatever it is i'm probably gonna take it what's M- also the uh, can you also give us the spread on people in attendance over under uh 55 people oh under <laughs> Total. uh the spread is minnesota minus 11 and a half and i will be taking that but i will also be taking the under because gopher unders are automatic i feel like this this game and i know the wet the weather for saturday at least here in in minneapolis is looking like cloudy and rainy I feel like every time we play Northwestern, the weather sucks. Like, it's always windy as shit, or it's raining, or it's cold. Yeah. I feel like every time we play in that little middle school football field, Mother Nature just rains hell on the game. So I, I, wonder, do, like, I do like the under in that perspective. I wonder what it is in uh, Evanston, Illinois. Evanston. It's probably the same. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we're going to murder Northwestern. So that's about all I got. That's what the jury's Kaliak Manis still might be a, the guy. He is a guy. He's he a, is guy. a guy. We know he's a guy. We just don't he's know just, if he's the guy. Right. Right. He's he's the guy until he's not. And if he's not, we'll try to just bring in Tanner and see if we can sneak out a seventh year of eligibility there somewhere. Yeah. What's what's a seventh year when he's already played I know. six? Right. He just slide him under the radar. Ex- who's gonna Who's gonna know? Exactly. Who's, who's, they're, they're, how are they gonna know? <laughs> bring back him and Mariano both. How are they gonna know? How do they know? <laughs> hey, bring back Coquif Toleratic. Yes. <laughs> Dude, he was on, uh, speaking of underdog, in our ad, use promo code 10K to get your first deposit double up to 100 bucks. I saw Co keeped over 0.5 receptions on underdog. Oh, you got to hammer and that, his, dude. His picture was hilarious. It's like him and his fucking red mullet, and he looks so serious. Oh, yeah. It was the greatest thing ever. I almost did it, but I think I already had like a few other picks I wanted to do. But uh, if he's back on underdog this week, I will do one just for the bit. Dude, he was uh, he was targeted four times game one in Minnesota. I remember the first three yeah. passes went right to him. Yeah, yeah it was weird. Uh, I also think he did get a catch. Game one, yeah, he did. No, game two. He did game one, too, didn't he? Yeah, I know. Was it over a half touchdown? 
No, I oh, think it was a reception. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easy money. He's, is, I mean, he's, he's tight end one? Kate Otten. Uh, okay, so he's, he's a rookie, two. so that's why Kokeeft is getting some time. Kokeeft is the veteran on the roster now. He's a year two veteran. He's a year two veteran. A year two veteran that looks like a forty-five year old lumberjack. Well, think about it. And no, he's also younger than all of us. No more, Except, no more Gronk. I'm twenty-three, so I doubt it. No, no more Gronk. No more Rudy. Like Kokeeft was like the next man up, which is crazy. To let's think look about. up his age. Let's see. Let's see how old he is. He's twenty-five. Oh. Yeah. Cam, I think I know the issue with the focus. What is that? I'm going to tell you really quick. See the little white square on the screen up here? You have to look at the actual camera screen. <laughs> yeah. We're over here. Way. Over We're doing here. this. We're doing this. Zane, keep it busy. We're doing this. Put the white square on my face. I put just, it right you there, just baby. T- touch, my, t- touch the screen. Um, all right. Uh, other, other news. The Twins are only five games away from clinching the AL Central at the time of this recording, which is... Which is Tuesday? Is five still the number, Cam? I believe it is. I believe it is. They yeah. are winning two to zero right now, thanks to a Ryan. Well, there was a different run that I don't know, but Ryan Jeffers had a solo bomb. Ryan nice. Jeffers back. Also, the uh, well, a, a bit that Cam and I are going to do the rest of the year is anytime the Twins are just winning a game, we just say, "Are the Twins back? Yeah. <laughs> are the, are, is it time to is it time to talk about how the Twins are back? It doesn't get talked about enough, really. Are I mean, it's time to start the conversation, Cam. Are the Twins back? Twins back. Twins are back. Uh, they're. Definitely back. Ryan Jeffers, HOF. Kenta Maeda, no hitter through three innings. Damn. Knock on wood. You better knock on wood for saying that. Announcer's curse, baby. If he doesn't if he doesn't no hit tonight, it's your fault. I'll blame Justin Morneau considering he was masturbating in the booth last week. (laughs) (laughs) It'll totally be my fault when Kenta Maeda has a no hitter into the eighth and he only has eighty five pitches and Rocco pulls him for fucking arm soreness. (laughs) Yep. My fault. Had surgery, man. You know, I even if we make win the goddamn World Series, I still hope we fire Rocco Badelli into the sun. Hey, Rocco is committed to the bit. He just had twins again, by the way. Didn't he have twins a little bit ago? So I I I, I made the original report about the twins. I think that's when he found out he was having twins. Okay, that makes sense. So there, you know, maternity wise, there's a nine month gap there or yeah which makes and, uh, sense yeah, yeah, okay. yeah so the twins were just born but it is a good look going into the playoffs that he is having twins while managing the twins you got to think this is the universe saying it's our time it's our time just, to win a playoff game yeah. really <laughs> to playoff win game. one fucking game i'm really really super excited that he just had twins because this means that it, it, we're gonna win a playoff game, and then after we do that, he's gonna be unemployed, and then he can spend so much time with his twins. Just a paternity leave that's indefinite. Yes. Bye. <laughs> Gosh. Cam, Cam he's kind of sick right now, but like his voice is sounding so ASMR-ish. I really like it. It's thank it, you. <laughs> I'll be here all day. I'll be here all day. I got you. The chill hour. Um, <laughs> Welcome. Also, side note: uh, Royce Lewis has been uh, hitting a lot of grand slams, almost averaging one a game. And when he's not doing that, he's been liking some of the content on the 10K page. So it's time that we try to get him on the show. Yes. It's, he said it was hilarious. I saw he liked like a post, a few posts related to him because obviously we post about him a lot. Then he just liked a bunch of un- or a few unrelated posts as well that had nothing to do with the twins. So that's hilarious. That'd be uh, that'd be sick to get him on the show one day. He's uh, he's got a what is he our age? Uh, yeah. Or even uh, younger. Royce Lewis. He's God. probably younger than us. I'm going to feel so terrible Older when I found me, out he's younger. Younger than you, I think. Probably 24, I'm guessing. 24. 24 years old. Fuck, he's fucking One year younger than Coke. Younger. He's younger than me, and he's already made 10 times as much money as I've made. So that's not, that's not very Well, cool. first overall pick, they, uh, they get the bag. So. He also hits grand slams, and I'm not capable of doing that. So... True. It kind of explains the, the, the margin of numbers there. But. Dude, you could nail a few Danny Grand Slams. I could, and uh, sounds good. It actually does. I am capable so of hitting the fence in beer league softball. So there you go. Not hitting over the fence. I never did that. I'm not a liar, but um, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, final thing we can talk about, Wild Training Camp already starts tomorrow. Actually, the day this comes out today. Well, Play- round of applause for that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, God we made it. Uh, I believe the first organized practice is Thursday at TRIA. And all players, I don't know if all players will be practicing that day. There's a couple undisclosed injuries, but um, Dean says everyone should be ready to roll by night one. So how I you can't guys, wait. How are you guys feeling? I am. The hashtag hockey guy bit is like the undertaker right now. It's rising from the casket. It's almost on its way back. And God, vibes are high. I'm so fucking amped. I'm uh I'm buying the the Bally Sports streaming app just You're gonna for do it? I'm gonna do it just so I can watch every game this year. Also a big reason and uh it's uh Marc Andre Fleury. It's most likely his last year. Yep. He's in a while it's for sure gonna be his last year in a wild uniform, right? So I definitely just wanna catch his last season. I think that'd be a fun thing to watch for sure. So we are hundred percent going it. to the opener, right? Yes. Oh we yeah, are. We're, there's, there's no doubt. We'll be there. Jack and I are going to the first playoff game, are you? Playoff game already? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Preseason, preseason game. game. Uh, I'm thinking to, of the third season. We're going to playoffs too, though. Yeah, we we're also going to the first playoff game. Uh, yeah, Jack asked me about that. I think I might be in. That's I, uh, so that 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 falls on one of the greatest sports weekends of the year. And I wrote a blog about this actually on 10ktakesmn.com. But the series of events happening that weekend. So Friday through Sunday is the Ryder Cup for golf fanatics. This is a match play tournament between us and Europe. It's a very uh, bi- biannual big deal in the golf world. It's really all we got until the Masters. So we have that the whole weekend. Saturday morning it, or Saturday afternoon, go for football homecoming game versus Louisiana. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Basically morning if you're a late, late riser like us. And we'll be at that game. We'll be at that game. Um, that night, the the uh, Blackhawks play the Wild in a preseason game. That might be Bedard's first time in the XL Energy Center, so that's going to be before you know he just tortures us for like two decades. So that's going to be a pretty big event. The Loons play that night in one of their final games of the year. The Twins are playing the Rockies and f- closing out the last series of um, of the of the regular season. Yep. Uh, just getting ready for the playoffs, and then that Sunday the Vikings play the Panthers. Panthers, uh, our first time versus Adam Thielen. We had a great game Monday, by the did. way. Yeah. That is a great. I probably great missed weekend. something too. Probably there's something else I probably forgot. <laughs> you, you you were the one who wrote the blog. I know. Well, I had someone tell me that the Loons played. <laughs> yeah, Justin uh, Extra. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go, well, this is what I get for discontinuing the Loons update. No I'm one out cares of touch. about the Loons. <laughs> um, that I. Probably will be at the wild preseason game, but there is still a slight possibility I hop on a plane to Carolina after the Gopher game. Oh, really? that, that'd be a blast, yeah. actually. But I might be doing it by myself, so I don't. Oh, I'm very glad. I'm glad Jake's not here because he would he would fire you into the sun about how it, that's so weird that you would fly there by yourself to go to a game by yourself. It's oh, fine. Dude. I'm counting on the days till he's not my fucking roommate anymore. <laughs> dude, so so Sunday I was supposed to go to a concert with him, but uh, I was just having a flare up of my Crohn's, yeah. right? And uh, so I, I was just like, I was just like, well, if you can't find anyone else to go, like, you just go on your go by yourself. You're a sociable guy. Like like it's a music, so it's not like you really have to talk to anyone if you don't want to. You love watching this band. And his response was, I'm not Cam. I can't go to this alone. What concert? <laughs> uh, uh, Queens of the Stone Age. What for someone that fucking talks to himself so much? Like he is. Don't get offended by this, America. But he is so schizophrenic; it's unbelievable. And he, he talks to himself without anyone. He's so fucking scared to be by himself in public. He's terrified of it. Oh, we leave him at bars by himself all the time when there's twenty minutes left till bar close. He needs an he adult. To, he at wants all to time. squeeze off every minute. Yeah, gosh. it's like the only thing. But like. Why are you so scared of having peace and quiet? It's not even peace and quiet when you're by yourself because you talk for enough for four people. 
Well, maybe next time, Jake, you guys are on the show together, we can just hash this out and get to we'll the hash out over a burger. <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, that's going to be a really great game. Uh, I found out in a in a article via our good friend Michael Russo in the Athletic that Rossi skipped hit Rossi. Going back Rosie. to fall in this episode. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Uh, Rosie skipped his fucking sister's wedding this summer to to skate and get stronger. Like that's if, a that's such a bad look if he sucks again. I know. <laughs> he. I mean, he he stayed here, which the coaches recommended, and he did, which good for him. They recommended he stay here all summer and just get stronger. I think I've heard he he's put on like fifteen pounds of muscle. He's skating Needed a lot to. better. I think while most NHL players are just boozing and skating in like beer league once a week, he was going balls to the walls, I guess, to the point where he was skipping his sister's wedding, which, man, you got to think, regardless of how good of a career he has, he's going to regret that for the rest of his life. No, he won't. Bitches come and go. Hockey's forever. (laughs) 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 Oh, you better hope your uh, your girlfriend isn't listening to this. It was a joke. It's his sister. That's why it's a joke. Okay. Obviously, you're going to want to go to your sister's fucking wedding. Fuck yeah, bro. (laughs) That's this kind of podcast, brah. Bros before ho. Bros next before week, high. next so week's dumb. guest Andrew Tate. <laughs> to talk, Such a dumb sentence. Talk about the top G. <laughs> yeah, talk about the top uh, predator. Yeah, no shit. But, anyways, um, yeah, Rosie. Hopefully, you know that's still weird to hear. By the way, Rosie. I don't. Know, I don't. Uh, it sounds uh, weird to the ear. The jury's out on that as well. I think. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're gonna keep calling him Rossi. I, I really hope though that this is his year to to step it up because. If you look at the way that they're projecting the Lions could shake out, it would be really fun having him centering Goudreau and Foligno. That could be a dangerous third line. It, it could be. I just uh, is he but built, is he it. built to be a third line center? I mean, like he just got pushed around last year, and I'm just hoping, like you said, that 15 pounds of muscle actually comes to uh, fruition. I think that's the last part he's missing. That long COVID really fucked him up. So I'm hoping. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping he's figured out all his problems. I mean, uh, he was looking fantastic going coast to coast in the World Juniors, so I'm hoping yeah. maybe he's got a little confidence back. He led the league in preseason goals last year, which <laughs> didn't do apparently shit. didn't mean anything. I thought that was at least something, but I was wrong. I mean, it, it obviously the preseason in any sport is much different from the players you play in the regular season, but I, I was thinking at least if he could play against other teams' backups and do that well, maybe he could stand a chance against starters. Cam, do you have something to share with the group? I do. I'm sorry. I was looking at your KJ Jefferson thing because I was trying to see if anyone corrected yeah, oh, you. Pe- people are saying like, "Oh, so you're an Arkansas fan?" I'm <laughs> yeah. like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But then, I'm sorry, I'm so off track. But the post, like directly below it, was from Barstool, and the caption was, "I'll have just one beer at the airport before the flight." Seventeen beers later, there's a dude butt ass naked walking through the airport. Oh my god. <laughs> What city is that? That's such a good place. Has to be Atlanta. <laughs> He's literally cock out. <laughs> remember when there was a there was a there were people doing that in Uptown a couple summers ago. I remember there was just, just walking naked. Yeah, there was a dude just walking down the street nude in, in Uptown. You got to be really confident with yourself. You do, or mentally, you Ill. have to have a crank to do that, <laughs> or you have to be just a full blown nudist and like believe that it's okay to just not wear clothes in public. <laughs> American airports, though, are like the best lately. That and the- subways. Subways are always good. Uh, we don't really have we have the light rail here, which people just use to smoke crack. There's not really anything oh. that entertaining on them, but like New York subways, you see some shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, I, there's a new tweet uh, by NF- NFL Rookie Watch, um, which would get Jake's dick so hard. Um, yeah. Kirk Cousins is currently on pace to have the greatest 
a best season an NFL quarterback has ever seen. Through the first two games, he's on pace for 6,018 passing yards, which would be most of all time by 541 yards. And he's also on pace for 51 touchdowns, which would be second of all time behind Peyton Manning. He's really helping my fantasy football team. And I was this close to bringing it up when I met him. But I'm like, God, every other fucking guy here has done that. I can't do that. He had 33 Uh, points last night. I know. I'm not worried. We have I know. a top five, uh, well, the best quarterback in the NFL for the th- through the t- first two weeks. And yeah. it's not close. Yeah. Right. Again, so. I, I saw a lot of people are just putting out those statistics. Like, well, they have a one-four chance to make the playoffs after starting 0-2. No, they don't. They have a lot higher because of the division right now. 1-1. One one, they're one game back. They can do it. Yes. Thank Death. God the entire NFC North imploded last week. Death, mm-hmm. taxes, Minnesota teams playing in shit divisions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll take whatever we can get. It's the best. Um. All right, final thing in the wild. Uh, really big news. We have a new dog named Hattie. I saw a new puppy. I don't really know. Uh, yeah, I was. What What do they do? <laughs> what, do they, what do they do with the dogs? Like they're obviously not letting it live at the rink. Um, it, someone. Yeah, and owns, they have a new one every year. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna have to follow up with MN Wild uh, PR release if you guys follow yeah. that Twitter account. Well, to you got to think. To, Cr- to, crawl it now, right? Yeah, Kirsten. Yeah, to see what the logistics are behind this new dog. What do they do um, to the dog after the end of the year to make them get a new one? They put it down. Yeah, okay. it's I'm a kidding. horrible process, but the one lucky season ticket holder gets to do it. They, u- <laughs> they use it to motivate the team not to lose. It's like, <laughs> yes. We're going to euthanize this dog. It doesn't work. Every year it never works. If we get eliminated from the playoffs, like you're fighting for more than just a Stanley Cup. Like You need to save this dog's life. God. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I don't know what they do with these dogs, but yeah, it would what, be, it'd be kind of cool to like own one of them and just bring it. And if you get like free tickets to the game, as long as you bring the dog to the rink and you kind of walk it around and let it meet the kids and you get free tickets, that's a pretty good gig. So you gotta, think, cool. you gotta think that's how they do it, right? Like, Something like that. Dogs so, at the rink. Yeah, here I'll, I'll, I'm gonna. We're so excited to, yeah. to add this little girl to our team. Okay, I'm gonna click for Hattie's full story here. We need to yeah, get to the bottom yeah, of this yeah, before yeah. we go we, to bit of the week. We do need to figure out the story behind Hattie. Great name, by the way. Great name. Yeah, it, it is a wonderful we're, name, we're, dude. We're, we're building a winning culture all the way down to the dogs. They re- they released like a fucking press release. Yeah, they, that they signed it to a one year training contract. Oh, Billy. Okay, Hattie will. We be don't raised. have the cap for this. What are you What are you doing? <laughs> Hattie will be raised to become a future service dog and joins the wild as part of an adopted dog program. The program's mission is to give a local hero one of their own heroes. What's so, the name? Does it say like the name of the company that they partner up with? Yeah, Coco's Heart Dog Rescue. Oh. Nice. Also, and then and then then they um they tr- they donate the dogs to Soldier Six Five Hundred One C Three. One of my best friends, his family owns that. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so, so that's why I, I had to ask. Is he not? You're just your friend. He is one of your best friends? It's one of my... Okay. What, what does that mean? I don't know. I just wanted to confirm the status of your friend. Yeah. So so he's not just a friend. He's a little more than that. He's I, I one of your best friends. He was like one of my best friends, especially growing up. You said okay. was now. Is he still currently? Yeah, yeah still is. Was there a falling okay, well, out that there involved, we go. That involved the, the signing of this dog? <laughs> See, Jake's not here, so we need someone to pester you unnecessarily. I, <laughs> I kind of hate that I've been doing it. I hate it here. God, Cam, it just, it just feel, it feels right, though. I, I need can't. to be in this seat, and I need to laugh at you getting angry. I can't <laughs> wait to go work for Score North. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, Rather die. You can uh, you can you can catch the whole thing that them and Third and Forever did this oh, weekend. God. It was fucking laughable. But yeah, follow them on Twitter, Third and Forever. Yep. Yeah, not Score North. They're good that. dudes. Um, and then finally, I I know you guys don't care about the the uh, 
PGA Tour in the fall. But Sahith Tagala is finally a PGA Tour champion. If you're even relatively close to golf, you know that this guy, and if you've even seen the full swing documentary, I think there's a whole episode about him. Next next big thing in the PGA Tour, he's deserved this win for a long time, and he finally got one at the uh, Fortinet Championship. Yeah, he's so, a beauty. He is a beauty. Yeah, it's a very emotional video that uh, the PGA Tour put on. I'm very happy for him. Yeah, especially after he, he had like a three-shot lead, I think, at the Travelers last year. And uh, had a bad bunker shot on 18 and ended up losing in a playoff. So, so he, he really blew a bad win last year. Can you educate me on this? So you have the FedEx champion, and then you have the PGA Tour champion. What's What are the differences here? So the PGA Championship, is that what you're talking about, the yeah, major? So yeah. that that is a tournament that represents PGA of America, not the PGA Tour. Okay, PGA okay. Tour is the best golfers in the world competing for the FedEx Cup. Yep. The PGA Championship represents professional golfers which this is so confusing as i'm saying it out loud but like the local pros at your municipal course okay who are pga certified to give lessons they are competing that's as well. the pga of america okay that's why michael block got to got to play in it because he is a pga tour pro and i don't know if they selected him as like an exemption or something but so yeah that, that's why that's it, a whole separate thing okay and he said that seagal is a pga champion just because he won a tournament on the pga tour oh okay correct, that, correct. that makes yep. sense okay i was confused by that i thought it was like that's what they were calling the champion no like, and it's the and then they they make it even more confusing by calling it the fedex cup which yeah yeah it's it's i'm i'm interested to see how they do it this year around now that Lim, them live and dp world tour are merged to see if they can make all this terminology less confusing yeah because as, as it stands right now just talking about it, it's making my head hurt yeah exactly. i know i'm not the smartest guy but still. no i know it trust me i just figured it out a few years ago and i've been watching golf my whole life yeah so. um all right let's move on to our bits of the week before getting to our interview with uh mr zucker i guess we'll start with you cam what do you got uh i have the sean mcveigh is the antichrist bit okay um we uh mike brown and i from 10k bets we were in iowa all weekend for the college football slate and the nfl slate and one of our hammer plays of the week was uh, 49ers minus seven because um, they're a wagon 49ers up by 10 Rams got the ball around the 40 oh, I know where this is going time is running out we're like 30 seconds they run a play get a couple yards they fucking run up to the line spike the ball like four like, okay. four or three seconds yeah here comes a, here comes a Hail Mary down right, by 10. Whatever. here comes a Hail Mary it's fine it'll be fun to watch no, the fucking kicker comes onto the field and drills it. Yeah, what the fuck? So you lost the bet because then pushed, which oh, is fine. Okay, I could be more mad because I didn't have the seven and a half. I had the seven, but like you expect to win that bet ten times out of what ten. In with God's name, are you doing? The only thing that I can think of is if you're tied with the team, like in your own division, and is do they have a tiebreaker or point differential? They won't be. I know, I know. They, I'm just saying that's the only thing <laughs> right. I can think of is but a I point differential tiebreaker. They no, want to get a little less. The first, the first port, uh, like tiebreaker is head to head. You're and right. And then, and then it would go to... Well, yeah. you know, what is it? Like 18 players have been caught just this year alone betting on games. Yeah. I think well, it might like, be time to start looking into coaches. Because that was a very <laughs> yeah, that questionable was... call. I used to like Sean McVay. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, fuck him and his hair gel. I was so <laughs> irate. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, what are you fucking doing? This makes... I've never seen anything like it. 
It made no sense. I uh, I would love to have been in a Vegas sports book like Circa or something oh. when they play. I just would love to hear all the guys screaming about it because you know people were up in arms. It, like four of us all looked at each other at the same time and we were like, "What the fuck?" I'm sure there's people on the opposite spectrum too who were so fucking happy. That yeah, they it that was probably just a lot of yelling in general yeah. from both sides. I would think. And then, and then the Cam Akers thing. He literally just like hates Cam Akers. I don't know. There might be more behind the scenes that like Akers is a pe- like a bad person. But like he's pretty good, and he's just gonna trade him away for something called Kyron Williams, who does <laughs> have something, something. <laughs> who does have four touchdowns. But like, I don't understand. I do have an honorable mention too: okay. is the Monday Night Slap Fight bit. Uh, we had a doubleheader for Monday Night Football. Oh, oh yeah, and yeah. it was actually like watching two high school football games. It was why can't they choose a good game ever? Like next week's gonna be okay. It's the Eagles and Bucks, and then the Rams and Bengals. That's so, fine. So what? What is it? It's uh, Aaron Rodgers claims that he listens to Dolphins fucking each other to for peace. Like I, I would have rather have watched two Dolphins fuck each other and then had to jerk off to it. Then watch. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe not that part. I'm That's kidding. more the bestiality bit. That is more in your neck of the woods as the guy with a mullet. But uh, I would say though that I would rather watch two Dolphins fuck than watch those two games. Because that was so bad. I, and I love how Monday Night Football branded it. They're like, it's a doubleheader. We're going to do the double scoreboard. We're going to, you know, it's going to be kind of like March Madness where you can follow the other game on this. We're going to cut back and forth. But both the games were fucking awful. You can't rebrand a turd as, a, <laughs> as an ice cream sundae just because you put two of them in there. Well, this is... <laughs> God damn funny. it. Uh, they got it right for next week. Those two games are good. But this week, they had all the opportunity to get it right. Chiefs, Jaguars... Bengals Ravens. I also what saw. Are you doing? I also saw a stat on the number of times each NFL team has played on Monday Night Football. Can you guys guess which team is the highest and which team is the lowest? Cowboys highest. Uh, nope, they're I, not. My guess is going to be. I actually did not see this stat, so I'm just guessing. Steelers are the highest. Lions are the lowest. No, so you both are wrong. So the highest is the Saints. They've played 18 times on Monday Night. Or something like that. It's got to be more than. It's it's probably more than that. Um, this might have actually been from like 2000 or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. This was probably. like a graphic. But guess there is one single team in the NFL that has played zero times on a Monday night. Can you uh, guys guess it? Is it the Jaguars? Yeah, it's the Jaguars. <laughs> what? Or they've played once or something. Oh, I so. <laughs> So they uh, on the graphic they show all the different teams who have played Monday night, and at the bottom is the Jaguars, and I'm pretty sure it's zero. That's funny. it's either one or yeah, zero. Yeah, no, I, I, this is the graphic right now. Saints nineteen, Jaguars 19. zero. This is since 2012. Okay, so since 2012. I, say, I think sorry. I remember like yeah. Maurice Jones drew playing Pittsburgh on Monday night. They like, they fucked it up so bad that they're on like permonent timeout. Dude, the Monday fucking. The Bears and the Giants have played the second most at 18. What are they doing scheduling these games? I think it's just big markets, probably. Big markets, Chicago, yeah. New but York. Like, but they're shitty teams. Like I said, they fucked up. Like, instead of... Like, maybe if you didn't want to do Bengals-Ravens, because the Bengals play Monday night next week. Like, I don't know. 49ers-Ramps. That's better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything could have been better than like, what was last night. The, the Seahawks-Lions. Pan- the Panthers-Saints game quite literally made me want to take my eyeballs, tie them together... And throw them in the garbage. That's how bad that was. And then I have to look over at the TV on the left. Oh, it's the Browns and the Steelers doing Buttergate Part 2, dropping the ball every 10 seconds. That was insane. That one play that happened in the first quarter where Pickett threw it to like his running back on a screen, and then he got he popped, got and then the ball slipped between eight or nine other people. I think Buttergate's alive and well. So, 
Anyways. It's back. Yeah, it was it was it was bad. All right, Wags, what do you got? I got the cap space bit. Um, the Minnesota Wild they signed Kalen Addison today, and after the signing, they have forty three thousand and seventy nine dollars remaining in cap space. Uh, that's hilarious because the Minnesota Wild couldn't even afford to say, to sign an individual one of us. Like like with how much we're getting paid at work, the Minnesota yeah. Wild cannot <laughs> afford us, which is hilarious right now. Um, they better pray that they don't have a big injury early yeah. on. They better pray that. Uh, Rossi can fucking step up right away because if if not, they are SOL. They need to make they need to make this roster work with what they have and nothing else. Or we're gonna have to send Hattie to the Blues or something. <laughs> yeah, for further fucking washing he must machine. Have, he must have eaten up some of the uh, some of the cap as well. That's nuts. Forty nine thousand, forty three thousand dollars. Like that's who's, that, pl- who's playing on that contract? No one. No, no. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, you're not even a coach to sign for that. Power time scout. To their credit, I would sign for the Wild for. For uh, forty three thousand dollars, as long as they bought me brand new pads. If I had brand new <laughs> set of goalie equipment, I would sit in the lot. I would sit up in the press box with our good buddy Connor Bopri and most likely uh, Alex Goligoski slash Kalen Addison in the press box uh, for forty three thousand dollars a year. So if the Wild are looking to spend that money somewhere, you can give it to me. That's always an option. We'll just leave it out. I'll, I'll put it on the table. I'm glad that you're gonna you're willing to step up and yeah. you're gonna be that brave guy. Also, we should buy forty three thousand dollars worth of dog treats for Hattie the dog because he's a, he's a cute little. <laughs> he's guy. A, and he's a hero. He's a hero. She, 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 sorry, she's a hero. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Stop misgendering. So no, no, I, I read the press release. Po- the po- said she. Podcast is canceled. <laughs> We're gonna hang up the headphones. I, I like the game that Jack just played where he asked uh, the Monday Night Football question. I'll do the same thing with cap space. Who you guys think has the most cap space in the NHL? The Chicago Blackhawks. They're second most. Ah, what about you, and the Cam? Bears are second most in the, in the NFL. NFL. Look at Chicago. Chicago's teams, rebuilding. Yeah. Arizona Coyotes. No, they're not. Uh, they're not even top five. What are they doing? <laughs> yeah, right. Let's, uh, let me take it. Let me take one, one more. I want one more crack too. at it. Is it the San Jose Sharks? It's not. That was my guess. They're actually, actually they just dumped uh, off Carlson. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Sabers. They are actually third, ah. third most with uh, eight million in cap space. As the Anaheim Ducks have almost, they have seventeen, almost oh. seventeen million dollars in cap space available right Damn, now. Damn, and no one to sign. And no <laughs> one to sign. No one wants to play there. And yeah. one more time, who do you think has the worst cap space as of today? The Minnesota Wild. No, right? they don't. There's someone oh, who's the, massively negative right now. Is it the Las Vegas Golden Knights? It's not. Oh, it's the Washington Capitals. It's not. It's the Toronto Maple Leafs. I was, that was going to be my next guess because they signed all of the players that sucked for us in the playoffs to shitty contracts. Yeah, but they have, they have something going on with the long, long-term long injured reserve or whatever, so oh. they can work it away. But as it stands today, without that, I think they're minus $13 million in the cap. Well, and they just they got the the core four resigned. Marner, uh, those guys are all staying. Tavares, yep. they got Austin Ryan Math- Reeves. They got Austin Matthews resigned. Yep. They got John Klingberg, which made no sense. Uh, they signed Revo to three years, which is just absolutely no sense as well. Fucking insanity. But I am so excited to get a Maple Leafs jersey. Should yeah. I get a Revo one? You have to if you're gonna get a maple leaf so jersey. expensive. That one is definitely coming from China, dude. First of all, Cam, you, you got you got you got a special made Revo jersey, right? And uh, you got him to sign it and everything. And it's been upstairs, draped over like a kitchen yeah, chair I, for months. I just since, haven't since I haven't, October. I haven't bought a frame yet. And my problem is, is now a I'm. Year? Like, I, yeah, it's been it's, close. It's, to it's been, been a while. Draped over that it's kitchen same, chair for a year. It's the same with my Darisaw jersey that he signed. It's in my room, and I have told myself that once I move into the new place, like that I'm moving into. That's I, smart, though. I you you might it. as well wait, knowing you're going to move, yeah. because it's don't way wanna, it's way more hard to move that than when you I, yeah. can just wad it up. And I don't want to break it, like the frame. I don't want to just. I, I'm just smart. Move into the new place. It'll be the first thing I purchase is two jersey frames, and they'll both go on the wall. I'm glad you got a plan. Three jersey frames. The one thing. 
thing I will say is the fact that your Reeves jersey has been bent over that chair for the last seven or eight months, realistically, that thing might be like sun sun stained and it might have a permanent crease in it. So yeah, I, and then I just tell everyone it was game worn. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> it's like, well, was he laying in the sun for like a year straight in the Bahamas or with the jersey on? I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we're happy hockey's back. The Wild don't have a ton of cap space. They have a dog though, so we'll level we'll figure it out. <laughs> they have a dog though. <laughs> Everything's okay. Yeah, yeah, they yeah got we'll a be dog. all right. Um, I have the one chip bit. So I did the. If you don't know what the one chip challenge is, there's uh, is it like P- Pico is like pa- the company name Paquito. Paquito. And, and technically, they pulled Pocky. off they pulled all products off a of shelf. So yeah, you need to have it, it before because a child died from it. Yeah, was it also ago. expired by like over a year? Yeah, no, like two years. So uh, <laughs> the one chip challenge, it's this, it's the hottest chip in the world. It basically says, you know, like if you have the following medical conditions, do not put this in your body because it will destroy it. Like Zane, someone like you with Crohn's, you might be in a hospital bed right now. I will not take it. one. No. So I had the wise idea of doing it on the golf course for a video. Cause I'm like, I've never seen someone do the one chip challenge while golfing. That'd be good content, right? I fucking died. It was so bad. <laughs> I dumped so much water in my mouth and onto my shirt. I looked like an absolute zombie walking around the golf course. I was blowing snot rockets that tasted like fireball out of my uh. nose. It was disgusting. My eyes were watering, and uh, I just destroyed my entire digestive system for a few days thanks to that. So um, I would like to use this time right now to announce that I'm retiring from Bless You. I'm not retiring from Bless You, but I am retiring wow. from... Uh, spicy food challenges because that was absolute hell, literally absolute hell. So That's, I would never even think to put that in my body. So, I I think Sprite spicy. I can't do that. How Sprite? Is- yeah, it's a joke, but that's it, how, oh, like, intolerable. Yeah, sometimes, same way. sometimes Sprite's so bubbly when you drink it, like, burns your tongue. Yeah, McDonald's. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, McDonald's has a poppin' one. How, uh, so, so, you ate the chip, do you immediately, like, drive after eating the chip, or did you start dying and, like, douse your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there was okay. a good 10-minute gap, which was probably a mistake. I probably should have just ran up and teed off while I could. Yeah. But it was, it was, it was really bad. The video will be dropping today at 10 a.m. when the, vi- when this comes out. And, uh, yeah, it, it, I had a very rough day in the bathroom for the next few days. Um, my stomach hurt, my intestines. Did it hurt more coming out? Both ways. Oh, they yeah, saw it was yeah. pretty brutal coming Which out. Which is insane. It's insane that, like, it doesn't get broken down by your stomach acid. No. Like, the spice is so strong that it's stronger than your intestines. It's yeah. fucking insane. So, it literally has killed people. Yeah, yeah, it killed a child. And uh, th- this one was expired by, yeah, two years. <laughs> I don't so. know why I thought that was funny. I, yeah, I, I thought that's it was funny, fucked. too, dude. I don't know. It's, um... Because you're fucked. Is that what you said? <laughs> That's what I said. It's, it's true. It's true. I'm, yeah, I'm retiring from spicy food challenges. And, uh, you know, go out while you're on top. I did do it. I did I did it without calling the police or the <laughs> fire department. I Actually, I would have loved, like, one of those hoses that they have. I would have loved to just drink from that for, you know, a good 10 minutes straight. So how, how like, uh, how many hours, minutes, or whatever did it take for it to actually, like, numb you're fine it, it was about matter. it was about 20 20 to 25 oh so it took 25 minutes of straight just pain yeah, yeah. it was about two holes worth oh that sucks so, and uh, was it like a hot day on the course too or was it actually like a nice no cool it day? was actually a pretty nice day and i was playing good golf too which makes me question even more why i decided to do this but <laughs> what um, holes did you do it on i did it on like 14 oh so you waited the later in the round too. yeah 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 i wanted it, well i got nice and drunk first that was okay. that was kind of the purpose behind it was i was like i can't do this sober. that's actually smart yeah it was still terrible, though. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, so um, I do want to do more eating challenges, like how I did the 999, how we've done the Andy's Pizza. We've talked about going back there in Albertville. Uh, I want to do some of the ones that Bubba did back in the day. So I'm going to do more of those. I'm out on these spicy ones, though. 
So we're not going to see you doing the blazing challenge. I will never do the blazing challenge. Okay. And it's mainly because I also don't think I can succeed at that. At least with this, you just eat the chip and then you just have to deal with it. Yeah, with the blazing one, one you have to keep going. And there's a point where I don't, th- I can't even do like flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> That's how I low tolerance either. my spice level is. I love flaming hot. So Mm-mm. I'm retiring and I just wanted everyone on It's a Bit to know first. But round of applause for Jake's, for Jake, for Jack's spicy chip career. Yep. And speaking oh, of Jake, you know he would have sat there. What are we, a sorority? Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of Jake, he would have been there and been like, I love spicy food. It wouldn't have been that bad for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a fucking low. animal. I'm built different. Yeah. I'm a fuck you, Jake. Fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron, come on, buddy. You popped a blood vessel so hard when you said that. <sighs> well, all right. Well, uh, this has been enough uh, horse cockery. Let's bring the, Jake uh, back in. Yeah, no, let's, do an let's bring, yeah, yeah, let's bring in Jason Zucker and uh, Jake for the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a shop for you to buy all things Minnesota sports related and 10K related. All you gotta go, all you gotta do is go to 10ktakesmn.com and go to our shop tab. There you can see our awesome collection of Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Twins, soon to be Minnesota Wild, Minnesota Timberwolves, and of course 10K merch. We got you covered across the gambit here to our famous, our world famous one might say, 10K Takes gritty t-shirts and sweatshirts. We also got hats and stickers. And on top of that, we got great stuff for Twins playoffs. And like I said earlier, for the Minnesota Wild coming up to start. So here we go. Go to 10ktakesmn.com. Go to the shop tab. Shop your heart out. All right, everyone. Welcome back to It's a Bit. We're joined by a very good friend, recurring guest, former Minnesota Wild legend, and uh, current winger for the Arizona Coyotes, Jason Zucker. Also, co- co-hosts the 10k invitational golf tournament he's down in arizona right now he's rocking the waggle cock hat but we love to have him here jason zucker welcome back it's great to have you thank you appreciate you guys having me yeah how are uh how are things going in arizona so far for you they've been great it's been nice you know luckily with uh with hendrick starting school early he started the first week of august so it's been nice to actually get down here and get settled and um, I'm, I'm normally a late to camp guy. You know, I show up like two or three days before training camp starts. And, um, you know, so it was just kind of nice to get down here early, get settled, get to know the guys a little bit, golf with them a few times. And, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's been good. Yeah. Is, uh, have you gotten to skate at the, at the mullet arena yet? No, I haven't been there, but we're skating right now. Our our practice rink is the ice den. we're, We're up at the ice den and, and, uh, um, practicing up here right now. And I think that's where we'll be the majority of the time. Uh, we'll be just, be, we'll be at mullet just for games. Got it. Oh, damn. So yeah. you get, you don't get to experience it until game day. Well, that, that'll just make it a little more special, I guess. Yeah. It's a yeah. And then what's, what's even more odd about it is we, we play zero exhibition games at mullet this year. Um, we've got, we, we, we're going to Australia. So we've got our two games in Australia. Then we end up playing one in like Tucson, we end up going to like Kansas city to play one against St. Louis. Um, we're kind of all over the place, but so we, we play zero games at mullet arena until our home opener there. So yeah. So no preseason games there. Zero. That's, wow. banana- zero. Yeah, That's we bananas. Played, yeah. Yeah. We've got two in, in, uh, in Australia, which we leave on, on Saturday for Australia. And that's a home, technically a home in a way with LA. Um, and then, that same day, so technically in one day, we Arizona Coyotes play three exhibition games. We have one in Australia, and then here in Arizona, and then somewhere else is a split squad game. 
with everyone that's being left back here uh, at that training camp here in Arizona. So there'll be three total games that day. And then I think we have one in Vegas. We've got one in Tucson. And then I don't remember from there, but um, yeah, zero at Muller. Wow. Yeah. It's a little bit odd. Well, uh, Australia though. Yeah. I forgot they're doing an, They're doing a NHL series out there. I mean, that's going to be awesome. Do you know like what the demand is like? Like are the games sold out? Do you know? I, I was talking to a friend of a friend kind of deal out there uh, trying to set up golf for some of the guys while we're there. And they said the tickets are extremely hard to come by. Really? Oh, um, okay. We're we're playing in, I believe, a tennis stadium that has a retractable roof. Wow. Um, technically, it's their winter right now. Um, they, they're, they're opposite seasons of us. Um, but the trip, I mean, it should be a lot of fun. It should be great for the team bonding aspect of things. It should be great for... Uh, just, you know, organizationally should be good. Uh, there's a lot of logistical stuff that's going to make it a little bit crazy. I mean, we leave Saturday night at like 11.30 p.m. from LAX, and we arrive, so that's on the 16th. We arrive the 19th, or no, the 18th, sorry, at like 9 a.m. So we literally, the 17th does not even exist. <laughs> we're just in the You're air. You're skipping a day. <laughs> yeah, we're in the air for 17 hours. Magic. And then it's a, it's a 17-hour time change. Jeez. Damn. So that's yeah. So they're 17 hours ahead of us. That's bananas. I could be a little bit off, but it's something absurd like that. Like it's tomorrow. There already is basically what you're saying. Like you're just going to skip. Yeah, yeah exactly. Skip yeah. Well, and as, exactly. uh, as guys who frequently attend most NHL preseason games, at least with the wild last year, I'd be pissed if I was a coyotes fan. Preseason hockey is 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 a staple. That's when you get to see all the talent for the first time. You get to see some of those bench guys. You know, maybe the tickets are a little cheaper, so you can spend more on those thirteen dollars beers. We loved it last year, so that that sucks for for the Coyotes. You guys got to find a way to smuggle beers in. Oh, thirteen. We yeah, we haven't. Uh, it's it's tough. It's it's a tough it's a tough market out there. The security. I, I feel like we can do it. I feel like at wild games, it might be a little tough. I feel like we could find a way to do it at Mullet Arena because it is a college campus. College kids finds, find ways to sneak Leave some fireball shooters in to, you know, college at games, whether football or whatever. I feel like we can figure it out. We got to make a trip down there and we'll, we'll allegedly the hair out. Just, just tuck a couple in the back ponytail or yeah. something. Like if you've got a winter jacket on in Minnesota, just, just right in the, in the jacket. You right. Yeah. The, or, uh, or what winter classic fans do. They, they put them in the boots and yeah. the snow pants. Yep. Put them in the socks and you'll be good to go. Yeah. Or, uh, Phenomenal. but I think, I think we can do shooters. Allegedly. This is all alleged now. Right. You yeah. don't want anyone coming it, after yeah, us. Exactly. You know, the, the, the Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota wild concessions, even though we've given them enough of our money, yes. I've given the Minnesota wild so much money and just beer. So your attorneys are just kicking you under the table right now. Yeah. To shut up. Well, and here's the thing too, Jason. You would know how much uh, of those thirteen dollars beers we buy because our entire like glass cabinet at our house is just the souvenir cups. Like Cam, wave that in front of the camera. It's it's all of those like plastic nice. ones. You always mm-hmm. take them home and you're like, well, I spent a hundred dollars on beer, but at least I have four of these. Like, <laughs> I can reuse it. Two dollar cups that I can fill up water with. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I'm doing something for the environment or something. It's renewable. I'm not throwing them away. I don't save, know. Save the kids. Save I'm the being healthy yeah. and environmental friendly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. You got to do something. It's all for the kids. Well, we'll do it. We'll do something uh, allegedly at a game here and then we'll go down to Mullet Arena. We will go down to the Mullet Arena and watch you. I know I'm already yeah. planning on uh, going to the, the waste management this year, so I'll definitely be paying you a visit in the Mullet. 
Nice. I think we play like Tuesday that week or something, maybe a Wednesday. I don't know. And then, and then we're out of town for the actual tournament. So unfortunately I, I'm not going to be able to go to the tournament, but um, I've heard it's just chaos around here. Yeah. It's yeah. Especially last year at the Super Bowl, I can imagine it was an absolute disaster there last year. Yeah. Uh, it had to be insane. Yeah. I was going to ask, is there any uh, special discount codes you get on your Jersey? Cause I will buy a coyotes Jersey with your name on it before I go to the game. Do they give you like Zucker 16? I, I don't even, I hardly even get discounts on <laughs> like on your own Jersey. That's, that's the number one. That's the number one thing I argue with people about. Like I'll have, I'll have friends. I I've literally, my brother, Ed, and this is a true story. Last year, got his first penguins Jersey played there for almost four years. And he got it last year. And he's like, dude, why can't I get a Jersey? Yeah. And I'm like, cause they're expensive, man. Like I'm, I, you don't realize how many I buy every year for just charity, just to give away. I'm like, I don't like, just buy one. You're paying, full, like, well, you're paying you, full price for those. No, we get a discount, but okay. it's not like, it's really nothing to write home about. It helps when you're buying in, buying them in bulk, honestly, like mm-hmm. I'll buy like 10, 15, 20 jerseys to start the year. And I kind of like, I have a, I have like a, a pretty good count in my head of who I normally give them to. You know, whether it's, you know, TB1 fund, um, you know, whether it's the, you know, the golf tournament, whatever it is, like I have things in my head that I kind of allocate the jerseys to. And so I'll buy that many with a few extras. And then once they're gone, they're gone. Hmm. Because, you know, you go buy, like, if I go buy 10 jerseys, that's two grand. Like it just, it just adds up quick, you know, and then it's like you buy the t-shirt like jersey things the jerseys, you know, and then the you buy hats the jerseys there we go and then you buy hats and pucks and all this stuff all of a sudden you just spent three thousand dollars on coyotes merch that you're literally just giving away okay so i'm gonna i'm, so, gonna, I'm gonna reassess my position here i will buy a jersey i think we're gonna downgrade to the jersey i was gonna say too the fact it, the fact that you're a player for the team and you don't even get free of your own jerseys makes me think we it's time we start the conversation the nhlpa needs to have the rights of getting their own jerseys this might uh well that's but that's yeah. a that's a thing like that's across the league you know that's that's not just team by team that's yeah. across the league yeah right that sounds and, like a yeah, problem and, yeah so we pay for all of our own jerseys we pay for all of our stuff i mean if you were to give away a stick typically most teams are going to be pretty good about that um and just be like hey you know you can give that away but if it's all of a sudden like you're giving away a stick every single day. They're like, okay, like settle down a little bit because they'll sell the sticks to the, um, I think technically they have to sell the sticks to like the, the store, the team store, the, all those game used items. I think they technically have to sell those to them because they're two separate entities, but regardless it's yeah. I, like I said, I just got my brother a a penguins Jersey last year, finally bought it, made him Venmo me. And then I, (laughs) Ended up not re-signing there, so he's all pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, I now I need a Coyotes jersey. Well, he's got a, he's got a relic. He's got a piece of history. Your time spent in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. It doesn't exactly. play very well down in Arizona, yeah. but does, does, well, does he have a, a wild one as well? Yeah, I think yeah. he's had that for a long time. Okay. I think you know what it was is when I early in my career, I was just like, yeah, I'll get you whatever you need, and <laughs> I was buying jerseys left and right, and then I'd check like the credit card bill at the end of the year. And like go through it, you know, like for taxes, 
Jersey, I do all Jersey. my own tax. Like I send it to a tax guy, but like I check every, literally every dollar I've spent for the entire year I'll look at. And I went through it. I'm like, how, that was, how much did I spend on jerseys? And it was literally just like, yeah, I'll take one. Okay. I'll take three. I need like five. And then by the end of the year, I bought like 45 jerseys. I'm like, what just happened? So it was just absurd. I spent like 10 grand on just jerseys in one season. I'm like, this needs to stop. NHL, they need to get a NHL shop needs to get a rewards program. I feel yeah. like you would qualify for like the gold level yeah. membership there yeah. or just write it 100%. off. 100%. Spend, yeah. spend five. Yeah. Well, spend and I can write, yeah. <laughs> I can write some of them off. Like if I get a receipt for them, but yeah. at the same time, there's some charity stuff that just makes it, that just makes it hard, you know? Spend five grand, get free shipping on your next order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go out there. Spend five. Yeah, I yeah. need it. Buy 10 jerseys, get one 25% off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. So, I mean, and I can't even imagine what like Sid and those guys get asked for, right? Like, that's just another level. But, you know, I'm sure he's pretty good at saying no. Yeah. He's got to be. Well, now, now, when you're talking about buy, you have to buy the game worn jersey you're wearing like on on games or are we just talking about jerseys like buying them in addition we don't we don't have access to any game worn jerseys okay other yeah go ahead sweetie sorry i got stella sometimes you got to be a dad um, yeah yeah it's life, you know? yeah. um so the uh anyways what i was saying so we don't they'll give us one game used jersey in a year Pittsburgh actually gave us two. So Pittsburgh would give us, um, they would typically alternate colors. The Wild did that as well. So you'd get one a year with Minnesota and they would alternate colors every year. They either give whites or greens or reds or whatever it was at the time. And then in Pittsburgh, they would give us one of our third jersey and then one alternating colors, black or white. Hmm. Um, and so I'm not sure what Arizona would do. So I actually have a closet of like my actual game used jerseys that I was given by the team. And those I don't touch. Like those are just mine to keep. So everything that I buy is like the game replica right. that you could get. at the, Like you guys can buy them at the store, yes. the same exact ones. And so the only difference is we go through our team services rep and he'll just order them and they'll just put them in our dry stall or whatever to, to pick up. So we don't have to like go stop by the store and buy them. That's bananas. I think that's that's a thing that probably not a lot of people out there know is that you guys don't just get jerseys on demand to do whatever with. Like that's you think you would. I yeah. mean at least I wonder if it's like couple. that in every sport. Well, I know the NFL, they get every single jersey they wear. So they wear a brand new jersey every game. Yep. So they get a new jersey for every week. So they get to keep theirs. So like whoever wore them for this last week, they get to keep those and, and do that. Just go help the lid bud. You're fine. And you know, they get to do that. And so that's why they get to give away a lot of the game use stuff. Whereas for us, you know, we'll use one jersey for probably uh, I bet you we wear two white and two dark jerseys a year. So they'll yeah. switch them one time you're wearing and they just patch up. Like if you saw an actual game used Jersey, like the amount of rips that are sewn up and patched up and everything in there is crazy. So they look good on TV. And, and then once they get to a certain point, they just get rid of them. Yeah. And then obviously they have extras in case like, you know, Someone it gets ripped in a fight or something of that sort, and they can't fix it. They'll just get them a new one. But typically, I think they allocate two white, two dark jerseys for every guy every year, yeah. and then typically one of your third jersey. That's crazy. Damn. Yeah, I didn't think. Yeah. I, I would have thought. I would have thought they would have. You know, at least uh, given you like the discount or like one free jersey 
like a replica, I should say, you know, of whatever team you're playing on. You think yeah. they would give you something to, yeah. to, to kind of have his memory or something. I don't know. Yeah. I and mean, like I said, that's kind of what the team gives you at the yeah. end of the year. Right. So you do get that. But as far as like the actual, you know, jerseys we're purchasing, we just get a team discount and uh, get to go from there. But I think I, I don't even know what the actual number is, to be honest. Well, yeah. I mean, there's actually a rumor that that there's a code that we get for like NHL.com. But I've never once been told it. I've asked my agent, and he's like, I don't know. He's like, I've got no idea. So I don't even know if that's the thing. It might just be a, yeah, like, but I could go to my equipment guy here, you know, Stan, and be like, hey, Stan, you're like, I need five, you know, coyote hats, and he'd hand them to me. Like, if I really wanted to do it that way. Mm. But you also don't want to be that guy that's going to the equipment guy every day and be like, hey, I need five hats. Right. Hey, I need like five team issue shirts, because yeah. they're not the shirts. He's like, it'd just be like a coyote shirt. So like you don't want to be that guy either. Yeah, so right. we try to just typically just go buy your own stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, but speaking of equipment um during the year, how many how many sticks do you think you go through in one season? I use a brand new stick every game. So okay. ah, minimum nice. 82. Okay. And nice. then um and then typically so it, it really depends. So once I use it for a game, it becomes a backup. And then once I have two backups that I feel, you know, like I'll keep those two as a backup, like call it uh, by game three, I have, I've got two backups, right? I'll keep those as my backups for a while. So then come game four, that stick just goes to a practice stick. So then I just start using them for practice. And um, so that's typically how we do it. So it's a minimum of 82. And then from there, um, if I were to break one in the first period or second period of a game, I'll typically tape up a new one. If it's late in the game, you know, if it's in the third period, I'll just use a backup and then that backup would then go to practice. So once I, if I end up using it twice, it's gone for sure to practice sticks. And then from there, the trainers will take them so that you don't have too many on your rack. They don't want you to have a hundred sticks on your rack. So they'll take them and they'll do whatever they want with them from there. You almost have your own, like how teams have practice squads. You have, the practice sticks. You have a whole group of sticks just for practice. Uh, yeah. Well, than, and oddly enough, yeah. we actually have practice gear. Ah, we have a whole second set of gear. That's just Damn. for practice. So they do that so that the equipment guys don't have to bring it back and forth from the game rink and practice rink all the time. So our game gear gets left at the game rink. So when they like for here at mullet arena or like for easy, you know, for the wild, right. When they land in at MSP, They've got two equipment trucks. One goes to the practice rink and one goes to the game rink. The one that goes to the game rink is just the game gear that goes and gets hung up there that the guys wore that night. And then the second one that's going to the practice rink is the skates. So they have the skates in a trunk, a separate like trunk that they keep because you only have one set of skates. Some guys will go practice game set of skates, but most at 99.9 will have uh, have just one pair until they you know cycle those out. And so those will end up going to the practice rink for your practice the next day. So, like, we do full practice set of gear and game set of gear, and that way it just makes it a lot easier for the equipment guys not moving stuff back and forth so often. So this is probably a dumb question, but you guys are getting your skates buzzed up before every game, right? Not everybody. Not Some everybody. guys are a little bit different. Some like it. I do mine before every game for sure. Some guys, you know what? I'll say this. Every game day, yes. Some guys will do it before morning skate because they like to have, you know, a bit of a run on it before they wear it. I like mine right before warmups. I want it done right before the game every time because I want it fresh for warmups. 
And then um, there's times that I'll actually change it between warmups in the game too, depending on how it feels. But 99% of the time, I'll just wear it from warmups on. So just out of curiosity, um, our producer, Cam, didn't have his skate sharpened. Uh, he got his skate sharpened a few weeks ago. That was the first time since April. Would you say that's an effective uh, skate management uh, style? That is not. No, <laughs> yeah. no, that's tough. I'll say this, though. Yeah. I'll say this. So when we go home for summer, they send us with three sets of steel because we have just have like the little triggers that you can just pop yeah. the steel in and out. So they send us home with three pairs of steel and I'll change it like once a month in the summer unless something goes wrong and then I'll change it early and, you know, and I'll just get a pair sharpened or something. But it's uh, yeah, it's it's a lot longer during that time. Yeah. Well, uh, um, well, Cam, I don't want to rip on you too much. Keep ripping on you over here. He doesn't have a mic either. So he doesn't just... have a mic. I'm just saying. The mic is by <laughs> he your can't feet. Can't even defend himself. Well, it's, I'm just... it's by your feet if you want it, Cam. You, Cam, you do have a mic. Pull there it if up. You, if Pull you up need the mic. to. I'm, but he, what you still, do you still know how to stop, Cam, or not yeah. know how to stop? Have you learned how to stop yet? I don't know how to stop. You, you need to give him some tips, Jason, on how to get him to stop. He's been playing hockey now what five months in in yeah. in league games. You got to learn how to stop. Like I don't know. I've been I've been trying to tell him, but I'm obviously some amateur. Part of that is sharpening the skates. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, like they've got to be sharp. Yeah, to come stop on, because if you're if they're not sharp, you're not gonna you're you're going down every time. Literally on butter um, knives. <laughs> yeah, like it's just not going to be good. But the other side, try going sharper. You know, sharpen them to a half inch or something. You know, go a little bit sharper. Um, that could always help too. But a lot of it's just trusting your edges, right? You know that they're going to catch you. You're going to you're going to try it a little bit more, and, you know, yeah. than if you're if Dar- you know you're going down every time. Nobody really wants to do it at that point. I'm going to try, but Darby did say that he would help me this winter if I. He if did I agree to that. Darby Hendrickson did, yeah. I guess. Can be yeah. your personal coach. Don't take skating lessons from Darby. The guy barely <laughs> has his skates tied during practice. Oh man. <laughs> He's like a loose. He's he's a, he's a full blown coach at that yeah. point. He's like ah, they don't have to be that tight. I'm just going yeah, back and forth. Darbs is unreal. I absolutely love that guy. He's incredible. Um, and so I, I chirp him just out of love because he's he's unbelievable. But yeah, he's like he barely even ties his skates. I think he had a pair of skates from like 1945 that he was wearing because he said they were so comfortable. And then finally he had to switch because they were breaking down. Yeah. Got into like a new pair of like Bauer, like vapors, Bauer vapors, and absolutely hated them. So he just never tied them because they hurt his feet so bad by tying them. So he left them basically untied out there for practice. It was hilarious. I'm gonna guess he got them baked. He got them baked, and they still hurt that bad. Oh, I mean, yeah, we were everyone's baking them. Right. So number one, they're pre molded to your foot, right? They yeah. do the scans and they mold it, and then once you get it, you bake it as well. So you're getting kind of a double mold for every single skate, but. Yeah. It, it really, like, the less you skate on it, the more they're going to hurt, right? If you skate more and more and more, yeah. they're going to feel better. So for them, they're skating, and they're not really skating that hard. They're not breaking their skates down like the players do. So it's just, I don't think they ever break them in quite as, as well as the players do. Yeah, that's funny. But it, it is weird to see, like, all the different styles of, of players in general. Like, uh, like you look at Kaprizov, who literally cuts the what the tongue off of his skate with a pair of scissors yeah. he doesn't yeah. let anyone else do it he's and apparently he does it himself with scissors which is insane and like some guys and do his gloves yeah. yeah 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 what does he do with his gloves again he does he he chops the cuff off yeah <sighs> man that's insane yeah, and russians are different top. man they're they're a different breed 
Yeah, I mean, if you've seen Marchand, like he does that, he's he he'll wear two pairs of gloves and keep them for like three years. You know, he's like, and they'll just keep patching the palms and doing that. Yeah. Um, guys are guys are finicky with their stuff. That's for sure. I've seen guys who have like one little strip of tape because, like, when they were growing up, they you know they were so poor in whatever country they're from that yeah. they didn't they couldn't afford tons of hockey tape. So their mom and dad would be like, "You get one strip for like." a month or something. So they're, they're like so conservative and they still have their tape barely or their stick barely taped. They found a way to adapt with just that much tape to still be able to effectively play hockey. It's beyond me when I see that. A a lot of guys do it because it's cool, right? It looks the best style. That's so like I used to do that and I used to make up some BS story too. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I'm not saying all the guys do this, but I used to do it for sure. It was like, you tape like that much of the blade. I did it in college. If you see photos of me in college, I had like, three strips of tape on my blade i got to the nhl and they're like what are you doing I'm like let's i'm good guys yeah. miss one pass someone tomahawks you in the head and you're like all right i'm gonna take the full blade yeah so, okay you know like you miss one tap in all of a sudden it's like yep if you look at jordan greenway right every year his his tape got longer and longer and longer now he's tapes the entire blade he had like two strips like the danny Heatley tape job for a yeah. long time and every year all the guys were all over him for missing passes and missing you know one timers and shots and whatever but with that said, Danny Heatley used to do that, and he claims that 25% of the goals he scored throughout his entire career because he missed the shot he was going to take. <laughs> so, like, goalies are reading, like, high blocker, and it goes five hole on the ice. And, like, he claims, like, 25% of his goals because he missed shots. So that's why yeah. he never I mean, changed it. truly an unpredictable yeah. shot when he doesn't even know where it's going either. I mean, that's the right. that's the essence of, of unpredictability. I love it. He almost shouldn't have admitted 100%. that. 100%. Just another reason why heater is just a different breed. Yeah. Or just a well, just but a, also like, you know what? If you're if you scored fifty goals twice, you can do whatever you want. You can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's gonna Jordan t- Greenway if Jordan Greenway scored fifty, no one's gonna say a word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can go you with know, whatever. Danny Heatley told me Danny Heatley told me that early in my career. He said if you score goals, nobody will ever ask you questions. Yeah. yeah. The second you stop storing goals, all of a sudden a lot of other issues are gonna pop up. Yep. Yeah. You know, it was the same for him, right? He was never, he was always Danny Heatley. Danny Heatley, Danny Heatley, got to the wild. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, you can't skate. It's like, I was never able to skate. Because I've been a terrible skater my whole career. But I just knew how to score goals a little bit better than I do now. He's a little, you know, slower and whatever. And so that's when all of a sudden these issues started popping up. It's crazy. You know? But it, it, yeah. it, it is it so happens, true. Though. It happens every year. Yeah. It just happened with Joe Pavelski. It was the same thing. All of a sudden, he was leaving San Jose. He had a bad year, and everyone's like, oh, he's done. He can't skate. If you ask, like, Alex Daylock and some of these guys that played with him when he was in San Jose early in his career, they're like, he still couldn't skate. Yeah. But he's so smart. He's so good around the net. He's so good with the puck. Doesn't matter. He doesn't need to. Right. He, has, he has the game that just doesn't need it, and that's why he's such a good player. Now he goes to Dallas and scores 100 goals. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, he's the best player Dallas has ever signed. You know, whatever. And – you still see no one just talks about a skating anymore because all he does is score goals. Not even questioning. Well, so there you go, Cam. That's your strategy now. Just score goals. Fuck learning how to stop. Just just put in goals and no one's gonna make you stop. I, I think, think, I think score goals, no one will ever ask you questions. Yeah. Just do what Connor Bedard does. Just spend only like six hours a day shooting at the net and you'll be fine. I think I can manage that. Yeah. Well do you have time for that. If you look at uh I feel like the prime example of that is if you watch Alexander Ovechkin, he just kind of just sits at the boards waiting for a, the OV one T as they call it. Yep. So no need to move. Yeah, I mean, he skated earlier in his career. I thought he, you know, there's some highlights from when he came in the league, you know, 18 years ago, which is weird to say, but he, he'll just kind of just, you know, lollygag around one area and just go up and fucking pound it into the net. It's kind yeah. of a prime example. Of Every that. time. If it works. God. It's honestly like, if you guys 
could see like the inner workings of like our meetings for power plays when we're playing Washington, it's comical. (laughs) And every team's the exact thing. Yeah, because it's like, oh, just take away Ovechkin. All right, well, John Carlson's not terrible, and he has a pretty good one-timer too. It's like, okay, well, when they switch, make sure you stay with Ovechkin. All of a sudden, you give it to Carlson. It's like bar down, back door. You're like, well, that didn't work. (laughs) So let's take away Carlson. Then, okay, there's Ovechkin. Oh, and by the way, if you take away both of them, TJ Oshie's in the middle with his one-timer just bombing away. And it's like, oh, you know what? Just let Backstrom shoot it. Just let Nicholas Backstrom shoot it. I'm like, is that a great option, though? Like, he's also pretty good. So it's <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like, their power play is just insane. It's been so good for so long. But there's just a lot of, like, little details of it that make it that's how I would. Insane. That's how I would <clears throat> think most penalty kills are in the NHL. It's like, okay, well, shut down that guy. Well, that second guy they put out there is pretty good, too. Okay, we'll send another player to him. Okay, now we only have two skaters left, and there's three other guys on the ice on their team. It's like I feel like it's to a point. Wait a minute, guys, we only have four the players. Here. Though, yeah, yeah. The difference though is that, yeah, and I'm sure for you guys know hockey, this will make sense. Like their sticks work, right? So you have a lefty on the half wall, you have a righty at the top, righty on the backside, you have a lefty on the goal line, and you have a righty in the middle. So every single thing there works, right? Like if you watched. You know, like when when I played for the Wild, you had Mikel Granlin on his offside on the wall. You had me in the middle as a one-timer with like Zach Parisi net front, yep. right? Or you had like Koivu on his good side with Parisi there, but then you had Nino Niederreiter in the middle, not as a one-timer. And then you had Ryan Suter up top as a lefty who's not a one-timer, right? Well, then he's passing to Matt Dumba as a righty. Great. But that passing angle is not great. You know, it's so like if the sticks all work properly and you're all in the right positions, power plays are deadly. But it's really hard to find power plays that are set up exactly that way. There's not many of them in the league. So when you find one, those are typically the best power plays. If you look at uh, Tampa Bay, the same way, right? You have Kucherov, Kalorn, you've got Stamkos, but Hetman's a lefty. So Kucherov's just that good with point there because every other stick works but Hetman. But that's why they put Sergachev there last year. Yeah was to have a righty up top. So like, it just, it's all, it's, it's just crazy when, when you start looking at it that way, why some power plays are good and why some aren't. A lot of it has to do with, it's not the personnel. It's yeah. the, the sticks and the positions that they're in. Yeah. It's the players. There's, there's an art to it. It's not just, yeah. Cause like I, I've, yeah. uh, you know, I've had to set up some power plays on GM mode in NHL and uh, <laughs> there's, there's an art to it in the video game. So I can't imagine what it's like in real life. Guy knows puck. Yeah. I, Jason, you yeah. just said we know hockey. I'm flattered. You did say we know hockey. Yeah. We're going to clip that, by the way. Yeah. Anytime someone yeah, tells us it. we don't know hockey, I'm run. just going to respond with that. Especially so. on social media, you guys don't know hockey because that's going to happen a lot. I mean, well, a hockey media. player says we know hockey. We just has, post that. Have they told you you know hockey yet? I don't think so. Probably <laughs> no not. context. Yeah. Um, I should have just said, hey, you know what? Their sticks work. Can you explain that to me and see what you said? That's what I should have done. Well, so now... Now that you told us that, anytime like someone asks us, like if I'm a, if I'm on K fan again, talking about the wild, I'm gonna be like, well, so the power play is working this year because there's our sticks work. There's sticks gonna be work. like, what does that even mean? I'm like, well, let me break it down for you. So the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why that's why the power play had such a great year. The year that they had Spurgeon up top, right? Yeah, you had like you all the sticks worked. Like it's just you had Boldy as a lefty. You had, I mean, I don't even remember where they had. Caprizov there, but like Zuccarello, I don't even think all sticks worked even for that, to be honest. Yeah. You might have had Boldy net print with Zuccarello on the half wall, but then that didn't help with Caprizov. I don't remember exactly, but 
couple of years ago, I think it ended up working pretty well because the sticks all worked. Yep. Sticks worked. It's kind of funny because like when I say, and I talk about NHL, like playing NHL, like 22 or whatever, I legitimately one year was struggling on the power play. I was playing the highest difficulty and I looked up on YouTube, uh, how to set up your power play well on NHL 21. <laughs> and it literally told me almost exactly what you explained. Just put like your lefty over here on the right wing or blah, blah, blah. And this is how you should set it up. And so, uh, I, sh- I should say, I, like, I, I have some knowledge from, uh, you know, playing they say, vi- video they say video games are bad for America's I, youth. I disagree. You know, puck now because and of that. Game. I can probably apply to be a coach somewhere. Absolutely. I put that on my resume. Well, yeah. and if, and if you looked at the wild, like when I was there, we had like, I think our top nine, we had like eight lefties and then Charlie Coyle. Yeah. Like we've never had a good righty. Actually, that's a really bad thing to say because I don't remember. Like, but Coyle was there and then it was like Boldy. I think Boldy was a righty, isn't he? Yep. Is he, no, he might I, be a lefty. He's a righty. Boldy's yeah. He's a righty. Mm-hmm. But like Alex Tuck was a big one that was like, a big righty that ended up missing out on. Right. RIP. And that was one thing like the wild had, like you had Parisi, you had stall me, Granlin, Koivu, uh, need rider. Um, Eric Halla, like all these guys are all lefties that were all really good players, but everybody was a lefty. So the power play is just, and then you had on defense, you had Suter, you had Spurgeon and Dumba that were righties, but then you were putting them in the one timer spot because Suter was always your number one guy. Mm-hmm. So it's just funny how, and then then all of a sudden they got Zuccarello, right? Another lefty. So they were just, we literally just had lefties through the lineup. Yeah, lefty, lefty, lefty. The sticks were yeah, not man. working then in that case. Yeah, sticks not, did not right. work. Sticks but then, like Nino Niederreiter was really good on his offside. So was Granlin. So they played on their offsides. Nino was really good at it because he would go backhand, forehand, and shoot from that side all the time. And Granlin would always pull up and just make plays from there because he had more time. So you had some really good players that could play there on that on that right side as lefties, which is what helps as far as like five on five play. But for power play, it doesn't help as much. Well, uh, well, speaking of Matt Dunbar, are you excited that uh, you guys are teammates again? I love it. Yeah, I actually saw him for the first time here today. He skated with us today. He's, uh, you know, same old Matt Dunbar was just like being, you know, kind of the life of the party and, uh, you know, the life on the ice and locker room and all that. So I think it'll be really good for us. and. Um, you know, he's just a great dude. He's a great player. And I think he's going to be a great, uh, addition to our team. That guy's going to thrive in Phoenix. If you think about his personality, the things he likes to do that, that's a, he's a good fit there. We'll just say that. I think so too. And, you know, and like he, like guys, I don't think he gets enough credit for kind of the veteran leadership that he brings. Um, he's one of those guys that guys look up to and he works his, he works his tail off and he just. He's a guy that's always in tip top shape. He's always, he cares. And yeah, he loves to have a good time and, and like give the boys shit and do all that. And that's all great. But like, he's just overall for a young team, like he's a perfect guy to have. And, uh, you know, he shows the fun side, but making sure like, if you want to have fun, whether that's golf or, you know, a couple drinks, whatever it is, you need to show up and be ready and be in shape and, and be a professional. And, and that's what Matt Dumba does to a team. Yeah. Is he going to be bringing back the number 55 that goes so well with his uh, last name? He is not. Okay. He is not. Breaking I now. Think he's we sticking with the old 2-4. Okay. He's, that's got, okay. He, yeah, he rocked 2-4 too long. Did I just break that. news? Did I just break news or what? Jersey, you might have. Jersey selection. I think a lot of people love the 55. You know, if people don't know, it, it, it says dumbass. Yeah. 
It, that's what it looks like. It was funny and when he was 55 for the wild a lot. And I was just trying to get some. And he ran with it. Yeah. He ran with it. That was a, that's he a dumb thing to yeah. do. Like find that and just run with it. Yeah. I didn't realize that too until like, like second or third year. Like this was like 2015. I'm like, Oh, I see it now. This is hilarious. It's and almost like the, yeah, like the Penn 15 club. Yeah, most exactly. Exclusive club in the world. Exactly. Yeah. Dumba 5 5 club. <laughs> exactly. Dumbass so, club. Oh, that's great. But I, yeah. I, I, had, I had to ask that. Um, what, I, I, are you, are you excited to be? I, I know you're going to be obviously traveling on the road and going to colder environments, but are you looking forward to being in a place that is more warm year round compared to somewhere that's maybe has a you know cooler winter? Yeah, I'm really excited for that. I mean, obviously for me being from Las Vegas too, yeah. like this is, this feels like home to me. Um, and uh, I think it's great. I mean, I love it. I love the heat that it's been, honestly. I mean, it's been like 110 out and it's, uh, for me, I, I love it other than getting in your car when it's 110 is never fun. But overall, like this is just uh, kind of what I'm used to growing up. So I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just thinking like mid-January practices or even a game, you can just be rolling up in like slides and t-shirt and shorts up to the arena that's got to be a nice change of pace. it does get a little colder than most people realize here okay. like last year vegas snowed for like two weeks like it was yeah. nuts and that doesn't that's not normal but for vegas it did happen typically vegas is like five degrees cooler than arizona year round um so this definitely gets a little bit more extreme in the summer but then a little bit warmer throughout the winter but i know last year was i think the coldest winter they've had in like 30 years so it'll still you'll still need like a sweater, but yeah. you could probably rock shorts and slides and install the sweater on you. Know? Yeah, not yeah. be risking frostbite, you know, or have a, a you know a. In Minnesota, we have like a correct cold warning, you know, frostbite warning. Well, like don't be outside for more than five minutes, like exposing your skin. So that's and I was insane. I was just gonna say I know I know you're gonna be back here more often than just the game because you have family here, but uh, the. Coyotes play the Wild on January 13th at the X. So you get to come back at quite literally the most terrible time of the year when it is freezing out. I'm so be. excited. I yeah. can't wait. And then again in March, which is always yeah. just another great month. Yeah. Of just slush and Yeah. Just Yeah, you can you can yeah, you can remember be. you can remember what it feels like to ruin a good pair of shoes. You can just experience that one more time. Yeah. Well, yeah, man, I can't. I literally can't wait. Dirty slush and salt and dirt. It's just I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> just completely ruin everything that you own. Yeah. That's all. That. Put the pair of white shoes Including away. Tell <laughs> tell August, honey, I'm not going to wear them. Yeah, the vehicle. You almost need to bring yeah. up oh, the other vehicles and rust and salt. It's just we always forget about yeah. that in Minnesota here, too. Like we we go through the summer. We maybe get some new apparel, some new shoes, and then the winter hits. And then we just destroy everything. And then spring comes Voluntarily, back again. Like yeah. what happened to my my shoes and look at my car now. Everything's just going to hell. But yeah, but no. Well, and it's funny, too. Like like when you're when you're in Minnesota, like somebody comes to the house to like service something, right? Like some worker yeah. here, like they don't even ask to take their shoes off. They just come walking right in the house. They're just going. And I, I like was talking to somebody about it. That was from the Midwest. And they're like, it's the snow. Like everybody is so used to in Minnesota, like coming in the house. Cause you're not tracking snow throughout the house. It was actually when the movers brought my furniture here. That's what it was. Oh. And like, not one of them took their shoes off. And I didn't really mind. Like I had mine on all day. We were all through and whatever, but it was like, I remember talking about, about it and the the main mover came from pittsburgh and i think he was from the midwest though and he's like yeah he's like this whole shoe thing is so bizarre to me we're talking about it 
He's like, yeah, nobody does that on the you know Southwest and the West because you don't have to worry about the snow. So everyone's just like, yeah, the shoes are clean. It's fine. It's weird because you think they would at least wear those goofy little bags they put around them. That's oh, yeah. don't someone... even do that. They <laughs> no, they actually worry about it because they're moving like all their all this heavy furniture, so they don't want to like trip on it. Yeah, that's fair. You know, fall, whatever. Yeah. So I get that. So I'm like, I obviously I'm not going to ask them to take their shoes off. Like I don't want anyone to get hurt at the house. But I just thought it was kind of funny. And then even the terminology of like mudroom, yeah, like, it's not a thing. That's not even real life. Like. I got back to Michigan. That was the first time I'd ever heard of a mudroom. Yeah. And then Minnesota, the same thing. Like I say that to my parents or like in even the houses here, nobody has, a, there's not even such thing as a mudroom. Like they don't even exist. They don't have mud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have like, a room for they, it. They just don't even exist. There's just, just not even like a, like you, like you walk in 90% of houses that I've had, you walk in from the garage into the laundry room. Yeah. Including my rental house here from the garage, right in the laundry room. And like, there's no mudroom. It's just like, it's the laundry room. You just go walking through. Yeah, that's insane. Well, down there too, a lot yeah. of the, like in Vegas, isn't it like a lot of like, is there like a rule or a law to how much like grass or, or like of a, can be on your lawn? Isn't there something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So when I was growing up, they, like when I was, you know, first growing up there in Vegas, like there was, there was nothing. And then, it became watering restrictions. So you can only water the grass for a certain like time of the day. But you can't water your grass at like noon, two, three o'clock where it's way too hot, right? So because you're wasting water at that point. So you water your grass like in the middle of the night. And then they turned into like you, you can only you can only if you're building a house, you can only put in so much grass per square footage of your yard. And then and it was like nothing. It was like the most minimal amount of grass possible. And then, um, then it turned into like no grass. So everyone just went to like the fake grass or the turf or whatever you want oh, to yeah. call it. And so people that had grass before are, were allowed to keep it. You didn't have to rip it out. Um, you were grandfathered in, but then there's still just watering restrictions on when you can water it. God, imagine having an entire turf yard. As weird as it would be, it'd be kind of nice. You never have to mow. Never, yeah. You never have to fertilize. You never yeah. have to... But yeah, so in Vegas, that's what that's what we had, and it was really nice, except for it's made of rubber. So when it's 115 oh, it degrees hot. outside, you walk out and it's scorching hot. Yeah. So we used to just hose it down for the kids, and then they could go out there and uh, and buzz around and be be okay. But yeah, we just had turf; it was perfect. Yeah. Well, my, my last apartment installed turf, but not for that reason. It's because dog piss was ruining all the grass, so they uh, they had to throw turf in everywhere, but. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like a lot of Midwest dads would they would like the idea of that if they like move down there and they would be like, I don't have to mow the lawn, but I feel like after a week they'd be like, I can't put stripes in it. I can't. I'm just gonna grab a mower that doesn't actually have blades, but I just gotta simulate the act of mowing the lawn. Yeah, I gotta do something. Go through the motions. Yeah, exactly. I feel like there's there's some Midwest dads that would not like that. In the end, not me. Yeah. Well, yeah, not me. Well, and then another. Are, how are uh, how are drivers down there compared to Minnesota or even the East Coast now that you were in Pittsburgh? Is it people a lot smarter? Are they I think they drive faster down there, don't they? No. Oh, yeah, they drive way faster. I think they're they're not as smart. Okay, to put so it nicely, dangerous. Though. And they just speed like crazy, <laughs> just like Honda Civics, just like buzzing the tower, yeah. like flying past <laughs> you, thinking they're Lewis Hamilton. But at least you don't have to deal with the zipper merge because I know you don't like zipper merges. 
That is a word. No, I love a real zipper merge, but not the people that line up for four miles to get off at an exit. Yeah. Like if you could actually zipper merge, I'm a fan. Like I like that. If you do it. Yeah. But But then like I go to do it and all of a sudden, all of a sudden I'm, I'm the asshole. Yeah. You're getting hot. That's just cutting people off. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm doing it the correct way. Yes. Yes. You guys are lined up from, if you're going into the cities from, from where we are on the West side, like if you're going to St. Paul and you're taking 94 from 394 to 94, people are lined up for two miles yeah. back to like the West end. They literally are like the West end at a hundred backed up all it's, the way. It's insane to 94. So we, we live in Plymouth. So we deal with that all the time when we're going anywhere East. And I'm glad you say that because I posted a video on Twitter explaining why all these people are doing it wrong. And I got fucking shredded for it. And I'm like, no, you wait no. until the last second you merge in and they merge out when they're entering. That's how the thing works. I don't know. Those people who sit that far back, how much of their life have they wasted up until this point? Like they're going to be on their deathbed one day and be like, man, you know, I wish I just would have grown the balls to, to go later yeah, because I spent, insane. I spent eight years of my life going to work every day waiting in that. So I didn't have to deal with the stress of merging. So it, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, that, that whole thing yeah. is bananas and we're in the minority for it's... saying that. Oh, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Made a guest appearance. <laughs> this kid, you know, he's probably, this kid, no. Cam, you think he can skate better than you? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. He should be teaching you how to stop. Oh, yeah. We just got back from hockey. Hey, come here. Show him your uh, hockey smile. Let's see it. Let's, we got it. Show oh, him your hockey smile. Met. How many teeth is he missing? Teeth. Ah, oh, the there bottom. you go. The bottom two. Nice. Yeah. Look at that. Yep. Making his daddy proud. Yep. Yeah, he's already he's getting into proud. fights. You got to love it. No, he's <laughs> Kid's already on the, yeah, he's already, kid's already going at it on the fourth he's line. Becoming a grinder. <laughs> I, it's so funny, like now that he's now that we've got like into the activities of things and like hockey, like I, I feel like I've turned into like you know like those commercials of like turning into your dad and whatever. Yeah, progressive. That's one hundred percent me because yeah. we get out. We like I got him out like a, I carry his bag. He's too small to carry his bag, so he has to carry a stick, right? So we get out of the car today to go walk into the rink. I'm like, hey, here's your stick. I'm like, just be careful. Literally turns around, smokes the car next to us. Oh. Just like two hands, the car right next uh. to us. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, what? I'm like, I literally just told you not to, like, be careful with your stick. Like, don't hit anything. Literally just turns around, just tomahawk the car. Save I'm like, it. I'm like, what is, what was that? He's like, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> sounds like he just needs right. to save the energy for the ice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like this. He this. Yeah, this is real life right here. Like it's just, <laughs> he just said hockey is still running around behind you. Yeah, yeah. He's he's. Well, he's. A, he's I wish a I could chaos. have that much energy after doing anything. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Full day of school. Hockey. Straight to a haircut. Straight to hockey. How much sugar you give him for, for dinner, dinner, Jason? <laughs> well, you know what I do. So so I um. I'm unlike 99% of Minnesotan parents of like the hockey aspect of things. Like I waited for him to come to me about wanting to play hockey. I didn't want to push him like just cause I play and whatever. And so he came to me finally last year. So this was, this summer was his second summer ever skating. So this is now like his second season, I suppose. So I'm still in like, I'm like, Hey dude, you got to do two things out there. One work hard. Number two, have fun. Yeah. That's it. I don't care. I was talking to his coach and he's like, Hey, what do you want him to work on? I'm like, dude, 
I've got one thing I'm going to critique you on. I said, and that's if he wants to come back and play next season. If he does, then you did a hell of a job. Congratulations. Like nothing else. And so we're in the phase of like, if you work hard and you have fun, let's go get a treat after. Ah. So he had an icy after this game today. Nice. And that's what this is currently. Yeah. <laughs> he's into ICs. He wants an icy all the time. He's on the show. So, yeah, he's yeah, he's nuts. That's like it's me though. After I have those tequila ICs, I'm yeah. running running around screaming. Uh, I was gonna ask what uh what 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 <laughs> I, think, I don't think is as tequila in it. But yeah, probably not. It shouldn't. What uh what position you got him at out there? First line PP one. Nah. No, no. He's a righty though. That's a good thing. Ah, that's good. He's that's got a good better stick. chance of making it. He's, he's good. Going to be good on. Uh, yeah. Could contribute Sticks to a nice work. power play. Easier yeah. to find golf clubs too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, I mean he's. We're not. We're we're way behind the the curve right now, which is great. I love it. Like it. No I don't care at all. He's just out there having fun, buzzing around. Literally today they were they put like the the foam like pads on the ice to like block the blue line. They did a few games, you know. And he's like the game's going on. He's over there like pushing the pads out of the way, like into the other game. He's just like tomahawking the pads like into the other game. And the coach is like, Hendricks, like, go get the puck. And he's just pushing another one. Like coach is fixing that one. He starts pushing the next one. And I'm sitting here laughing. Like I thought it was hilarious. And meanwhile, the other corner, some dad's just pounding on the glass, yelling at his son to go get the puck. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm laughing at my son pushing pads into another game, trying to mess up the game. <laughs> like, just let him have fun. Who cares? Yeah. Like, people don't realize that, like, 0.00001 are ever going to even play college hockey, yet alone, like, make it to the NHL. So I'm like, just have fun. Like, have the team aspect of life is phenomenal. Right. So if he gets to learn the team aspect of having teammates and learning how to do that, then that's the life lesson that he needs to learn. That's all I care about. Well, and becoming a men's league legend is also very underrated. It's very fun. That's mm-hmm. what we all like to do. We also participate in men's yeah, league. Yeah, you know, we're, yeah, just, we're like the old uh, T-Blades, you know, pink visor maybe. Yep. Number yeah. 69. I don't know, mm-hmm, like yeah. whatever you got to do. Yep. Yeah. Crazy colored ter- jersey, the pink tape. Throw a hammer uh, in there. Yeah. Candy cane, the, the the shaft of the stick. Like, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Help take off the visor. Wear the full bubble if you want. Shoot 10 shots during warm-up. Yeah. Miss the net completely on all 10 of them and say you're dialed. Yeah. Don't don't stretch, but say you're <laughs> good to go. go. Pull a hammy. And that's the life of a men's league. That's, that, that's I don't know. That's the life to me, honestly. Okay. While we're uh, yeah yeah hundred percent while we're talking about you know newer hockey players and everything so I I had never played hockey in my life I started with Cam in April and I actually am playing goalie so my question for you if you shoot ten shots on me do I save really? one do I save one yeah for sure okay so yeah I've, I think so I have two recorded shutouts as of now one of them was because I uh, I was subbing in another game and I got pulled like two minutes by the guy I was subbing for. I made one breakaway save, and then I left and got stick taps. So the league is actually counting that as a shutout. The other game was was a full-blown shutout. So so I would say this. If I were to have breakaways, it would be 10 for 10 goals for sure, yep. I think. I, I agree. If I had to just like stand there between the half marks and shoot, you have a better chance of saving them at that point. So, like, that that's kind of where where that goes. But go. You know, so that's kind of where 
that would be my best guess. We should do it next summer. I was going to, I was, I was going to say, I was going to say, we got to make it happen. We got to find a sheet of ice and uh, we'll do the challenge. You're giving me it next summer though. You're giving me a lot of time. I might be like really dialed. Yeah. I might be, you might be close to being an e-bug. Yeah. I might be on the team at that point. So we'll see. Training. We'll make a deal. We'll, we'll set up the bet. We'll have somebody from the outside set up the, uh, the odds in the line. Okay. And then, We'll set up a bet of a donation to a charity. We could uh, we could do the bet through uh, Better Edge because I know they work with Give Sixteen. Done. Look They're at in. this. Hundred percent. Look at this. Locked it in. Just we're like always that. we're always coming up with ideas. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. This is just what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All of us. Business ideas. Everything. By the way, my hip still hurt yeah. from last Wednesday's game. It's kind of concerning. Yeah. You, you know, that's doctor. that's the that's the yeah. men's league thing is always complaining about something. You know, and I just an I just stand. I'll <laughs> just it. be standing. I'll just be standing there, and my hips are just on fire. I I play twice a week. It. This is going to destroy my body, but I love it so much. I, I'm going to keep going. So. Well, do you remember yeah, goalies another level? <sighs> Jake does it too, but well, he's been doing it his whole life. Well, uh, I well, what was it? A couple years ago, I think we had just moved into this house, and you were like asking me because I was like limping around the house. I don't know if you remember that. I I, I could barely walk him down the stairs. My hamstring was just killing me. I don't yeah. know if I had some sort of. I don't know what happened, but you're like, what happened? I'm like, I, hockey. I don't know. I, I just I went down and did the splits when I probably shouldn't. Almost not did the full splits, but did some sort of form of the splits, in and moved in a way I did not want to intend to move. Yeah. And but like literally yeah. was limping around. My parents were concerned. What is what happened to you? I'm like, oh, goalie last night, men's league. Yeah, it was it's worth like, it. We yeah, lost, totally we worth it. Yeah, we it, we lost five Sometimes that stuff just happens. Yeah, but. It's it's I say it's a battle scar. Absolutely. You know, you're, you're a warrior. You're a warrior for that. Yeah. So Yeah, after after nine surgeries in eleven years for me, I'm like I'm the same way. Like I get out of bed in the morning sometimes and like this is just not I'm thirty one and I can't even move. Just aching. This isn't good. And then you have guys like Yarmir Yager playing to like damn near fifty, still probably playing somewhere it's over crazy. in some village in Czech Republic. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy. It's yep. just another level. Oh, it's nuts. Yeah. Um I wanted to ask you, like we talked about Mullet Arena and everything. Um, do you think there is an advantage to playing at Mullet Arena? I know people rip on it because it's a college arena. It's obviously doesn't have the capacity of other NHL arenas, but what do you think you'll have an advantage of, of your team playing there? You know, like, I, I don't know about necessarily like a huge advantage compared to others. I mean, you have home ice advantage, right? You have your own fans, you get the momentum behind you, you get that. I'll say it was a really cool atmosphere. Um, I told this story uh, during an interview a while ago, but after I signed in Arizona, my dad actually went through his text messages and found uh, the text he had sent me after the Arizona game with Pittsburgh last year. And basically asked me what I thought of mullet. Cause that was like the first thing, right? Everyone says is oh, mullet arena. This that's yeah. literally the only thing people talk about with the coyotes is mullet arena. Yeah. And and so he went back through the text, found the text, and like it was actually kind of cool because my response to it was, "This is awesome! Like it was the best atmosphere I'd ever played in here in Arizona by far. It was completely packed. It was loud. It was like it was rambunctious. Like there was just kind of like a, a smaller student section there. I'm like, it was awesome. Had a great time. And then obviously we won the game, so that helped too. But I like it was cool seeing the text of like this wasn't a now I play for the Coyotes, so let's hype up Mullet. It was like, I'm playing for the Penguins. We went through that, and it was awesome. 
and it was a really fun experience. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's it, it is unique in the sense that it is smaller. Like it's it's more intimate between the fans. Like everyone's in a little bit of a tighter space, so the experience is just that much more riveting. Like that's what I've been told. It's actually electric there. Yeah, well, and like there's you, like you're never going to see an NHL game like this ever again. No, right? Like the regular season games that really matter, you know, against rival teams in that type of a setting, you're never going to see it again. So, in my opinion. Like get down and watch the games. Come and come check it out because it's it's really a cool experience. Yep. What I what I really really quick what I think would actually make that arena more rowdy and give yourself maybe more of an an advantage. I don't know how much pull you could have with the marketing and promotions department, but let everyone with a mullet in for free for games. That'd be Cam. And people that have mullets are obviously characters, especially ones that go to hockey games. I think if you let everyone with a mullet in yep. for free. You're gonna make that environment even more, even more electric. Jake has literally never had a good idea in his life until this one. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate. Yeah, I, it. I honestly, I don't disagree with you. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, that'd be free NHL. Other games. than the fact, other than the fact that the first time 4,600 people with mullets show up, they're gonna be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we sold zero tickets tonight. We sold zero. Well, a bunch of guys. Well, with it was the best atmosphere of the year. Yes. The boys were buzzing. We won the game. You can make it back on a good trade off. You can make it back on like allowing cigs inside, and you guys can sell cigarettes at the stadium because you know all 4,600 of those guys will buy four packs of smokes. So, yeah. Well, but also, I mean, they're they're spending the equivalent, if not more, on beer than they would on the ticket. Right. Because now they're like, hey, I got a free ticket. You got to buy 38 beers. Exactly. Now. Right. Well, mullet I, guys drink beer. So I, can, I think they're going to make up for it. I can attest for someone that has a mullet and has had a mullet for a couple of years now. Anytime I get something for free or get to go to a game for free, I spend three times the amount I would have spent yeah. on a ticket because it's a free game. Yeah. So I'm just going like, to drink. Yeah. Mullet guy. That's valid. It happens You're, every time. Yeah. So he's not valid. wrong. Your typical mullet guy will be like, and for my next act, watch me turn these four Budweiser's into a, a fight in section 206. Yes. Or so, some concoction in the toilet down, yeah. down the road after the game. <laughs> Disgusting. A chew, and bu- a chew <laughs> induced puke. Oh, right, man. Right, right in the bathroom next to where the, where the kids are. Like, yeah. Don't turn into that when you're older. Zins and Bush Lighter are only around because of guys like me. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of people Bush buzzing. Lattes. Yep. Nothing better, boys. The yeah, amount of people buzzing off Bush Lattes and downing Zins, or not downing them, but like. <laughs> Buzzing off Zins at the game, if we let in people with mullets, it yeah. would be electric. Yeah. Electric, electric yep. atmosphere down there. Yeah. I agree. Well, um, Jake, do you have any other questions? No, I don't think I did. Well, yeah, Jason, we thank you so much, man, for joining us, especially right before the season. Um, obviously, we're... Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. This is great. We're Let's do another fans. one during the season. We'll do a, we'll do a season check-in on Mullet Arena. All right, we have maybe to. after you guys come down, check out a game. Yeah, we might have to just go down there and try to try to get an in-person episode at somewhere in Arizona. Even better, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it on the golf course. Oh, you? Yeah, I'm in. Arizona golf. Because say less, I'm in. We're gonna want to golf in the winter anyway, because yeah. we can't really do it here other than Sims. So place I, to go is uh, Arizona. I'm 100 percent in because there is no yeah. chance you guys are going to that arena without me. You're a mullet guy. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta go, yeah you gotta go with us. Well, and also Jason, you've gotten to play golf with us and can attest that we all have good chemistry on the, on the links together. So, um, not me. I hit the ball fourteen <laughs> feet when I was playing with you guys. You, you pipe. You know, down you ever, like you know the whole thing of like 
like playing like up or down to the level of everyone, you know, like I was, I was well below you guys. I yeah. never even got up to it. Well, that's what, a couple of good drives. And then after that was straight downhill. That's what you get for playing golf with Gensel all summer. You play with guys like us and you're like, I don't know how to handle these guys. He's yeah. He's got an ugly swing. It's kind of his golf game's a lot like his hockey game. It's ugly, but it works every time. It's just, <laughs> just like, it's just, it out. just gets it done, but it's ugly, you know? Yeah. So, yeah whatever. Well, it, we're going to have a chance to redeem ourselves next year in the Invitational. You can, I mean, technically the off season starts now for the Invitational. I know mm-hmm. you're you're gearing up for NHL season, but it's also Invitational off season, so you should be spending just as much time at the range, in my opinion, as the ice. I think you're right. Yeah. I, see, now that you say that, I I'm going to start working that into the calendar daily. Love it. Love yeah, it. because we have to win our own yeah. tournament, mm-hmm. and it would not look sketchy at all. And, no, and no, Jason's no. going to be a part of. You're going to be a part of that and helping us do that, accomplish that goal. Yeah. All right. Deal. Yeah. Done. Let's do it. I can't wait to give a, to read off the first place team and proceed to put the gift card for the winner in my pocket. And yeah. then just tell everyone to leave. That'd be the best. That'd be the best way to kick off or to end the event <laughs> is just to just be like, well, oh, oh, I, oh I we won. In, oh. I played in one this summer with Jake Gensel. It wasn't his event. He, I invited him. It was another guy's event. The promote the guy that put the event on was in our group, and we won by like seven strokes. <sighs> and it was all because of Jake Gensel. Yeah, like nobody else. I think we all used like one of our balls the rest of the day. And Jake, we used like every one of his shots. And uh, we literally won by like seven strokes at his tournament. And he had to announce himself <laughs> as the winner. It was awesome. That's, it was great. That's so, like, yeah, we will do that next year. Top tier cringe, but I'm all about it. Yeah. We, content. We'll, we'll yeah. win. We'll <laughs> win. a charity tournament. We'll announce, our, we'll announce that we'll be the winners. And Jason, you'll be going up to grab the gift card. <laughs> Yeah, done. You'll, you'll be the one, and then you got to give like a celly afterwards, yeah. and, then, and then just and then just leave. Don't yeah. say bye just to anybody. Walk away. <laughs> just, That'd be so. Just, just dip out the front door. Just, thanks for coming. Yeah, dickheads. I love it. I love it. We'll we'll make it happen. That's great. Off season starts. Yeah, we'll make it happen. All right, sweet. Well, man, like uh, you know, we're not we're not necessarily fans of the Coyotes, but we're big fans of you. So we wish you the best of luck this season. We'll be uh, we'll be following it, and yeah, we'll definitely come down there and. Uh, do another it's a bit uh, mid-season check-in live from the live from the golf course perfect all right guys sounds great thanks for having me i appreciate it all right folks welcome back to it's a bit always a great talk with our buddy jason zucker even though he insulted our golf games we'll get over that but uh looking forward to heading down there to the mullet arena getting a live podcast with him on the golf course and uh watching him play some arizona hockey i still got to find a jersey if you know anyone who makes jerseys that uh, are not the NHL shop because it'll probably be fifty dollars. Let me know. Get me a little knockoff jersey from Arizona. If there's any Arizona people listening, I know there are. Hit me up if you know how to get a good jersey. But uh, let's end the show with a draft that I'm very excited about. We're drafting our favorite fantasy football team names. I screwed that up in the intro, by the way. It's the team names, not our favorite fantasy football team because we'd be like every other sports podcast. So my team has this person, that person, that person, that person. Well, no, it's better with this person, this person, this person, and that person. There's no way to know until the season happens who has a good fantasy team and who doesn't. So let's relax on the roster baiting. But anyways, we're just going to go over the names, the names we like the most. And uh, we don't have Jake here to do the officiating, so I guess that's going to have to be me. And uh, I'm going to do a random order generator. You know, we should force Jake's ass to do this, too, by the way. Let's uh, yeah, to randomize he, the order. I he, feel like- he picks his own name when it's like an obvious 1-1 one, one is going to take the draft. I choose Pablo Sanchez yeah. for the backyard baseball yeah, draft. Yeah, what a Who's bitch. Next? <laughs> 
Cam, what? Let's Cam just, doesn't I wait fucking hate this. him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys see random, yeah, random list generator. Each of our names are on here. I'm gonna hit go. I'm kidding. Oh. Hide you, hide the screen. Oh, Cam, you're last. That's Ran- up, dude. Randomize number one wags, number two Cam, number three. Bot. It's a snake draft. Oh, so that would have been fun. And we'll do a snake. So, all right, do 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 do. With the first overall pick in the 2023 10K Best Fantasy Football Team Names Draft, producer Cam selects. Whoa, didn't I, I win the draft? Yeah. Wag selects. God, we're, <laughs> now I miss Jake. Yeah, all right. <laughs> He'd be like, it's not that easy, is it, Jack? Okay, so I this I saw this team name, I think last year, maybe two years ago. It was so great where I, I, I had to choose it. Um, He had Adam Thielen and Nick Chubb on his team. I'm sure you can already think of the name, but his team name was Thielen a Chubb. Yep. Love so that. that that was perfect, absolutely hilarious, great comedy. So that's what Does I. Does anyone else have a Adam Thielen one? I do not. Okay, uh, Thielen a Chubb is fantastic. I also in my own league that I run, um, one of my buddies for the last two years has been Thielen my cousins. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one no. too. Hooked on a Thielen is also another good one. Great, yeah, great that's, song. That's a classic one that's that a you classic see. One. Yeah. yeah, Thielen my cousins though. That's <laughs> that's hilarious. And the great state of Alabama. <laughs> they approve. They approve. All right. Do, 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 do. With the second overall pick in the 2023 10K Best Fantasy Football Names Draft, producer Cam selects. Uh, this is the one that I use every year. I've used it for like eight years now. Um, it's with Plaxico Burris. He shot himself. It is Plaxidental Shooting. Yep. And like, the, Vi- and like the Vikings offense, he shot himself in the foot. Yeah. Hey, look at you, Jack. Gosh, yeah. that was great. Um, Cam, I feel like you're... Uh, you're like the oldest that like uh, you're the youngest person who still understands that reference. I feel like people a little younger than you would not understand that reference. Oh, I'm a I'm a sports encyclopedia. I know you are, but I just feel like most people your age don't remember that, that happened. Yeah. When Jack we were and I in were like young. elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember he shot himself in the. It was at like a nightclub, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, great story. All time great NFL moment. himself in the nightclub. Yeah, he went to jail for that, right? Yes, he did. Ima- imagine, <laughs> ima- imagine like the personal and embarrassing trauma that comes with shooting yourself in the foot, let alone being that famous and doing it, and then having to go to the clink. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he came back. He he played another year it's, it's a tough, it's a tough so. stretch he did do that it's a tough That's... stretch <laughs> <laughs> all right do 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 with the third overall pick in the 2023 10k best fantasy football names draft i myself boss man select rock out with my hawk out i love that tj hawkinson especially now that he's a vikings guy it's even a more relevant homer name and uh two of my no one of my teams is named that and i actually had Marlo send me the Hawkamania logo that's on one of our shirts at 10ktakesmn.com. Hawk liked that design, by the way. He saw it at the 3M Open when we met him, so you should go get that shirt. It's Hawk approved. But that was like the perfect logo, too, because it's TJ Hawkinson with like the uh, Hulk Hogan mustache. So Hawkamania. Yeah, Hawkamania. So rock out with my Hawk out. It's a good one. It's very good. That also, is- disclaimer, do not get offended. If any of these hurt your feelings, it's it's all fun and games. No, none of this is meant to offend anyone. No, However, you should take a real offense to it. It'd be funny. If you are mad, please direct all complaints to at producer Cam on Twitter. Yep. Thank you. Or uh, <laughs> at journalist Jake under, underscore 10K. Yeah, there's the Hawkamania. For those watching oh, oh, on YouTube. Oh, oh, oh. It's, a, it's a gorgeous shirt. He's got his long, luscious hair. Marlo just crushes those designs every time, so it's great. He's, He's so good, good at life. He's so fucking good at being a dad, too. Yeah, right. Dude, I don't I don't understand how he does all the shit he does for he us. He works a full-time job. He's a father to two wonderful children and he I assume he performs his husbandly duties great to his right. wife. Now that uh, Marlo just blew his load all over all three of us, Jack, what's your next one? Oh, 
Well, oh yeah, that's right. The it's a snake draft. Do 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 do. With the fourth overall pick in the 2023 10K Best Fantasy Football Names Draft, I'm gonna go with the the Neil Milf Hunters. <laughs> that's yes. a good so, one. I like that. I I didn't want to do all Vikings names, but all the best ones I found, I liked the Vikings ones the best. So yeah, the Daniel Milf Hunters is uh, it's another good one. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, my turn, right? Yep. Do 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 do. With the fifth overall pick in the 2023 Best 10K Fantasy Football Names Draft, producer Cam selects. Uh, fun fact, all of these names, too, are names that I've had, so I didn't have to research this at all. Um, but this is for uh, former running back Danny Woodhead. Um, Morning Woodhead. That's a that's like an OG one. Yep. yep. It's, it's, uh, it gets the job done. It does. It's a good one. He was like five foot like seven and just playing in the nfl he made us regular guys and feel like good an amazing golfer who almost made it to the pga tour damn yeah, I, I didn't know right. that actually yeah. that's crazy yeah i think he's gotten sponsor exempt in like a few corn fairy events which is like the minor league of the pga tour okay. so he's our matt or he's uh matt he's boldy, like matt boldy, yeah, yeah canadian the canadian golf pga tour the canadian tour he matt boldy sponsor exempt in brainerd crazy <laughs> that is love it all right do, 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 with the sixth overall pick in the 2023 Best 10K Fantasy Football Names Draft, Weg Selects. Uh, Jake's not here, so I'm going to steal his fantasy team name. I love it. It's the Kirkoffs. Yep. Uh, J- Jake definitely Kirks off whenever Kirk has a great game. Uh, and I think that's pretty creative because, you know, a lot of people will do shit with the Cousins part. I like mm-hmm. that he's doing something with the Kirks part. So, yeah, the Kirk offs is what I'm going to do with the sixth overall pick in this draft. Kirk off or Kirking off is another one. Yeah, Kirking and off would work. I can too. definitely tell you when Jake got to meet Kirk Cousins in person, he went home and Kirked off in those cute little white pants. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's so, ex- he's so excited he got to meet him. So, uh, yes. Yeah. I'll go... Uh, for my seventh Wait, pick. Wait, do, 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 oh, do, yeah, do, 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 with the seventh overall pick in the 2023 Best 10K Fantasy Football Names Draft, Wag Select. I feel like a lot of our names have been a little bit inappropriate, so I'll, I'll do a team name that's a little bit more wholesome. I'm going to go with uh, the Tannehills Have Eyes. Oh, okay. That's good, though. <laughs> yes. that, that's creative still. I, I like that one a lot. I, I, um, I watched the Hills Have Eyes, the end of the show, or the Hill House or whatever. That was great. And also that song by The Weeknd. Yep. Isn't the I, Hills Have Eyes. I love that I team name. I only call you when it's half <laughs> yep. past oh, five. I, <laughs> that was sexual. I, I like lo- it. I oh. love that team name, but if you are employing Ryan Tannehill, your team sucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, Cam doesn't know that name because he's never seen a movie before. <laughs> the only movie he's seen was the comeback in the Super Bowl by the Patriots in 2018. Or the Brady Bunch. Oh. All the grandmas. <laughs> That's a TV show. No. Brady Bunch. Wasn't the Brady Bunch a movie with a bunch of like gilfs <laughs> that were in love with Tom Brady? Remember that? No, no, no. TV show. No, that, that was... Uh, that was uh, I know the Brady the, Bunch TV show. Great no, TV show. No, no, oh, okay, okay, uh, okay. 85 for Brady or, yeah, or something. something like that. Like, And it had some of the worst ratings. I boobs think, out for Brady. A movie it had ever gotten. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Yeah, not great. All right. Do, 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 do. With the eighth overall pit. Eighth. Seventh. Seventh. Ninth. Ninth. It's actually the Ninth? eighth. It's, it's the eighth. The eighth? I, just did, okay. I just did six and seven. Fuck you guys. <laughs> eighth <laughs> overall pick in the 2023 10K Fantasy Football Best Names Draft. Producer Cam Selects. I'm also going with a wholesome one. Uh, this is for Falcons rookie running back Bijan Robinson. <laughs> Bed, Bath, and Bijan. Okay. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yep. I got another one for him. Uh, to Infinity and Bijan. That's that's one. Ah. And, uh, well, you could do Tua, Tugavailoa, Infinity and Bijan. Mm. Oh, so you're you're just getting you're just adding double more whammies. and more and more. Look at you, yeah. Bijan Subption, like Bijan Mustard, yeah. That actually, Bijan. I get it, buddy. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Love the response. Yeah. Great. 
It's great. No, oh, no, that was good, Cam. You liked it. Congratulations. All right. Do, 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 do. With the ninth overall pick in the 2023 10K Best Fantasy Football Name Draft, Boss Man myself selects Suck My Dak. Oh, I like that. That's All good. of mine are inappropriate, by the way. You guys mixed in some PG ones. All the children who follow us are just going to get exposed to this. Yeah, I, Thanks to me. I'm not going to let off the gas. That's good, so, though. We, we love inappropriate. Yeah, no, that's the bit. Um, all right, so I got one more pick, and then we go to the final round after we all draft one more time, <laughs> dude. It, I got. I don't. I don't want to pump up Jake's tires ever, but it is impressive how he does this without fucking it up because yeah. it's kind of a lot to keep track. of. I have one more pick, but then we go to the final round. But first, we'll go to the round before the final. Yeah, round. that didn't come out well. That was I'm awesome. I'm sorry, that, that was uh, the one brain cells running around trying to get out of my head. All right, do 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 do. With the 10th overall pick in the 2023 Best Fantasy Football Names Draft, Cam, don't laugh at me, I'm trying my hardest, I have the Josh Jackoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. There Josh Jackoffs. That's on the same, has, uh, same wave as like the Kirkoffs, I like it. He has been a Jackoff so far this year. He's so not done great. well, so. He had to hold out for more money, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Someone's got to do it. He, yeah. was like, he was like eating fucking Feed My Starving Children meals and water for a living. <laughs> so he needed more money. <laughs> oh, no. Ramen and OJ. Hey, he had to feed his family, okay, Cameron? Yeah, yeah. come on. Oh, no. Buy all those chains, too. <laughs> <laughs> they look cool. I always love when NFL players go broke. It's like, how? You didn't have... I know you probably had someone telling you not to do that, but like... How did you still do it? Did you see? Was it was it the Eagles game where uh, Justin Jefferson got his chain ripped off? So he's <laughs> casually throwing like a three hundred k chain, three hundred dollar k chain, you know, to the fuck. Someone was like, "Yeah, JJ just threw a teacher salary to the side." <laughs> yeah, I'm like that's fucked. Yeah, uh, that most fucked, of them true. that go broke is because they're too horny, so they just true. pay stupid amounts of child. child Zion Williams. No, Zion Williams. Williamson. Is sorry, a horny guy. Confirmed who's, horny. Who's like this? Like Nick Cannon, right? Isn't the guy who has like eleven kids yeah. or whatever? Antonio Cromartie, Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers. Oh, yeah. But it's like but that's one woman. woman. That's fine. so like that's fine. But like that poor still, woman. That poor woman. She has seen a lot. She's seen demons. She's got a Dude, playbook on having kids at this point. There's no way you can adequately watch twelve kids at the same time and make sure everyone like like turns out okay. I have two dogs. I can't even do that. How would, do you have 12 kids? I would guess Rivers doesn't even go to the hospital anymore because like he just <laughs> He's like, oh, another one, it. honey? Yeah, it's, it's like, like taking a football snap from a center now. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's automatic. It's automatic. All right. Uh, do, 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 with the uh, the 10th overall pick in 11th. the... Uh, I don't know anymore. I think it's 11. With the next pick in the 2023 <laughs> best 10K fantasy football names draft... Producer Cam selects. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul once had a firework incident where he blew off a couple fingers, so it is JPP's right-hand man. Oh. <laughs> Seen that one before. That's a good one. That's a good one. I love it. I, I don't understand how, uh, one, how you just blow up your fingers in general, but how <laughs> you're a star NFL defensive player who you kind of need your hands, and you're out there lighting fucking fireworks. Don't you have a person for that? Yeah, yeah, at that point, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of how NFL players blow money on so much stupid shit, just pay a guy to do it. Pay, pay, right. pay, pay a professional. That way you can enjoy alcohol and potentially weed if you're into that. And not have to worry about getting hurt. Like well, Snoop why, Dogg literally is someone that rolls his blunts. Yeah, yeah just in no case, excuse. Yeah, he doesn't want to get arthritis. Well, yeah. When you're rich, why watch fireworks like a poor person? Like, like that's what we do. We 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 light fireworks and we drink beer and we throw. Ha ha! It exploded. It ha! We, when you're that rich, pay someone ten yeah. grand. Have a have the best fucking fireworks show the neighborhood will ever see. No, I will us, say us us the common man. We put our lives on the line to, <laughs> yes. to put on the but show like, for the kids. Men have caveman brains, so it's like, oh, fire! Oh, 
fuse. Oh, boom! Yeah. And it's so much cooler when you do it, it yourself. It is true. It's it's like a it's like a sense of uh, there's like a, a feeling of accomplishment when you do it yourself or there's like that extra level of appreciation when yeah. you were the one that made it go boom you know so. you guys know uh ryan d 10k i'm not gonna say his full name because this is a this is a uh, story that doesn't paint him in the best light but he's a great guy works for 10k he was he was uh telling me the story where uh they were inside launching bottle rockets at each other okay right? yeah and, just and like any other tuesday night. yeah yeah right <laughs> and this is at his cabin or whatever and uh someone shot a bottle rocket towards him and he like he like put his hands up to like like you know like cover right and as he did it it got caught between his hand and his face and it exploded and he he ran outside and he couldn't hear anything and his friends came up and blood was dripping out of his ear the fucking uh the the bottle rocket when he pinned it up against his fucking face it exploded and it ruptured his eardrum what yes and he has a video of it too and the video is fucked up so next time you see him you should ask to see the video have you seen the video yeah he showed me at the at the brewery on friday can he still hear he's still here dude yeah he he told me his nickname he had a really unflattering nickname and i was like how the how the fuck do you get that nickname he's like oh well because my senior year i was partially deaf because one of my ears couldn't hear because i ruptured my eardrum good (laughs) lord what yeah yeah that's what ryan is telling me what yeah what 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 are you so confused about what why are you gaslighting he can't hear what Oh, oh, that's oh! You're doing the 50 year old dad joke as a 23 year old. Ryan's right ear, man. Oh. See, Jake would be making that joke. We, I know. I have to bring it. I, you brought Jake back. I know to give me shit. Now I bring Jake back for being an idiot. It's like we're bringing him back from the dead. <laughs> All right, do 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 with the 12th overall pick in the 2023 best fantasy football. Names, draft, wag, selects. How I commit your mother. I, uh, I like that. Cole commit tight end. Yes. Chicago Bears. Uh, not the best start to the season for no. the Bears, but uh, that's another friendly uh, friendly name. I went back and rewatched that show recently, by the way. How I Met Your Mother. It does not hold up. Ted, really? Ted just seems like a creep. It's just not as entertaining. <laughs> not as it was like when you were in high school and you didn't yeah. understand social. Also, exactly. Yeah. Cole Komet's like the one NFL player that got a really good contract for no fucking reason. He, he did a, nothing for that. He had like a decent year last year, but you're right. It wasn't top. I wasn't even top 10 tight end year. So no. yeah, it's crazy. I, I do love the memes of uh, Justin Fields wearing the astronaut suit. It says like win a game or go to the moon. And it's just the picture of him dressed as an astronaut. So <laughs> I can't wait until they play the Vikings. And then I can just tweet that out after speaking of how I met your mother. The one clip where uh, Marshall is honoring his dad at his grave. And he goes, oh, damn it. <laughs> he goes, ah, there's, there's nowhere. There's no way I'd, I'd rather you know, honor your memory than getting drunk and watching the Vikings beat the bears. Like, so there's always that. And then I can, after the game, I can tweet out the Justin Fields meme of uh, beat the Vikings or go to the moon. And then it'll be that. So, <laughs> and he's like so serious in the photo too. Yeah. I love the demise of the bears. It's great. All right. Do, 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 do with the 13th overall pick and his final pick. See, I got that. T- I got it right that time in the 2023 10 K Best fantasy football names draft wag selects. There's a lot of different ways you could go with this name, uh, but someone in my fantasy league has this name, and I thought, hey, it's a, it's a fine fifth selection. I'm gonna go with Uranus Hertz. Oh yeah, and he uh, his <laughs> his um uh, his actual profile picture is of like a space explorer guy. Oh, I thought you were oh. gonna say it was of an ass. Oh, it was, was, it was an actual <laughs> asshole. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> damn. Oh yeah, solid name. You could probably do a lot of different things with a Hertz name, but yeah, uh, yeah, yep. that's, that that was a funny one I saw in my team yep. or in my fantasy league, so I decided to go with it. Mike Hawk Hertz. <laughs> Jake's ever yes. in pain. All right. Do, 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 do. With the 14th overall pick in the 2023 10K Best Fantasy Football 
names draft producer cam selects last pick uh goes out to this player who spent his uh career barking at defenders while they tried to put him on a leash it is mike vick's doggy daycare oh. <laughs> cameron Peta has now taken down <laughs> so the episode bad. Michael Vick's doggy daycare. I cannot wait until we release the graphic and all the animal rights lovers. Oh, I'm like, going to get so fucked. Cam is fucked up. Someone, you you guys, you guys should distance yourself from this guy. That's fucked up. It's like, well, Vick is the one who beat up the, who made the yeah. dogs fight each other. I've never heard of it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Do, 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 do. With the final overall pick in the 2023 10K fantasy football team's name draft. I select what the fuck, JJ Watt, TJ oh, Watt. Oh, okay. What <laughs> the fuck? I thought you were just what the fuck. Very simple yet effective. Yeah, I mean uh, that, that that would work in leagues where some leagues do have defensive players, so that's it would definitely work. And I guess that you if you, if you had a fullback league, you could have uh, the fullback whopper other. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> or you could just name yourself like Thanksgiving ham for CJ Ham. Oh, there you go. Like yeah. So. Thanksgiving turkey for yeah, CJ exactly. Turkey. A lot of lot of possibilities there, but. That does it for another episode of It's a Bit, folks. Make sure if you're listening on Spotify to, uh, I'm going to show you this after we record, Cam, to vote on the poll. There's a poll we can do on Spotify to say who had the best fantasy football team name draft. If you don't vote there, though, and you listen on another platform, no problem. You can follow us on Twitter at 10K Takes, Instagram, 10K Takes. There'll be polls on that to determine who won. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram, TikTok, Twitter as well. And uh, make sure to listen to all the other pods. Third and Forever, our football pod is back in the full swing of things. State of School, AJ is recording twice a week. The uh, <coughs> the Hasbens have rebranded to Live and Five. We've brought on Jordan Schmaltz, who was actually just given a shout out today on Chicklets. If you're a Spit and Chicklets fan, so Jordan Schmaltz, the newest member of Ten Thousand Takes, got a shout out on there. Pretty cool, Live and Five. And uh, Wild Takes will be back right around the corner. Am I missing anybody? I always miss someone. I feel like. No, I mean, you, get, you say 10K bets? Oh, 10K bets, of course. I always miss someone. Cam is down there in the trenches in Iowa. And also, I, yes. I, I, I kind of figured Cam would be the person who steps up there and be like, you're That's missing my, fault. my uh, show, but okay. He was, he was doing was, Twitter already. So. I, was, I was doing the, the tweets. And then uh, uh, um, most Saturdays, you can find uh, the people on the show, the It's a Bit crew, on the radio for KFAN 100.3. Yep. So we'll be doing um, some gopher stuff, some wild stuff. We'll uh, keep you updated with when we're... Uh, when we're going on the air. But this has been another episode of It's a Bit, folks. Thank you so much for your continued support of the brand and of this show in general. We'll see you next week.